0: what's up video landers i'm your host brad hawkins and with me tonight is the marathon men
1: kyle and nathan
0: and my wingman cousin wayne quick reminder you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our facebook at adventures in video Land. we are critics with attitude which means we are uncensored so please please proceed with caution also, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil the movies we're, we're talking about tonight, so if you don't want them ruined, pause the episode and come back later. Uh, with that said, welcome to the Marathon Golden Idols. Uh, Kyle, we might have some new listeners tonight, so mm-hmm. what is the Golden Idols?
1: Well, our Golden Idols are uh, when we put films together in a marathon, usually like five or six movies that have a common thread. Maybe it's a, a genre, or an actor, or... in. Tonight's case, a director. director. <laughs> so we're doing Quentin Tarantino tonight, and we were going to put all of these movies into already st- uh, set categories. We have 20 categories that don't really change unless you know we have to do it for whatever reason. But all these movies go head-to-head in these categories. Whatever comes out on top of the most points at the end becomes our Golden Idol winner. That's about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, all right, real quick, cousin Wayne, uh, we did some celebrating last night. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a major, major celebration. So, uh, you want to explain that? Uh, yeah, my
2: uh, goal was to go from uh, my weight loss from 270 uh, down to 220, and I have more or less made that goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a few pounds off. But we we're like, hey, fuck it. We've got the weekend. Let's yeah. celebrate now. And celebrate, we did. Yeah. Which, by the <laughs> uh, way, you look fucking amazing from 270, you, 270. I to... mean, for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah for <laughs> As you. amazing as I can get, anyway, you know? If, if we were in a crack house, you'd be the best-looking crackhead. You're goddamn right. I always am. I always am. It, you
2: know. well, what did we
0: do last night? Oh, shit. Pass uh, out?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Pass out with my dick in your... Anyway, um, no, we went to South Street Smokehouse. Uh, I've, I've been craving my... I haven't given into three things this whole time. Fucking barbecue, fucking french fries, and cereal. So... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did that. I had uh, got those three things. I'm just... It was over a pound of shredded pork Ooh. barbecue... Huge tray of home-cut french fries. Hefty. Double, Fucking, double order yeah. of fries. Ooh. Fucking delicious. Uh, scarfed most <laughs> of it down. Uh, had a few beers. Then we headed over to the dive. Had, what, five or six shots, maybe? Yeah, probably. A few beers there. Came back here. Whole bottle of Bacardi. And it just went all downhill from there. <laughs> we, uh, we apparently got blacked out, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and did a... Uh, A commentary for Fright Night that is going to be the worst (laughs) fucking commentary of all time. It's just, fuck, uh, Brad is singing... And I'm desperately screaming, please pause it because there's a tit shot on the scene. <laughs> it, it, But it was a great time. Yeah.
0: But like you time. said, you haven't made that goal yet, uh, but you're real fucking close. Yeah. So um, give us an update, man. Where are you right now? About roughly? 224. Yeah. yeah. Not, nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Right there. 224. Um, as I'm sure of last that's... night, like probably 230. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now I got to lose 10 more instead of four more, but I'll get there. It's yeah. A... So uh, when do you think you'll make that goal? A couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'm going nice. to reweigh myself, see what damage I've done but <laughs> after that I'll I shouldn't be too much longer. That's awesome, man. Um if you can accomplish this, goal, dude, you can accomplish yeah, anything. That's why I'm pushing you on that, man. Do mm-hmm. you think you'll be able to keep the weight off? Yeah. 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 Well, man, I hope you can make it happen, man. So to all of our listeners though, man, if you're having a hard time with weight loss um or a goal, man, I hope Cousin Wayne's journey here, um all of us have been on some sort of, you know, weight loss journey at some point. So I hope Cousin Wayne's journey can help you maybe encourage you to come um overcome whatever it is that uh, you need to overcome. So mm-hmm. Uh, no, mountain, no mountain big enough, right? That's right. No mountain big enough. So <laughs> except the one in my belly. Yeah. yeah. There, I mean, there's times you just want to say fuck it and watch. Oh it, yeah. You know, yeah. and get drunk as fuck and sit on a couch. <laughs> but there's also times where you have to yeah. fucking go to the gym. You have to lift up. You know, and that's pick what up fucking here heavy here, things. You know, you got to work out.
2: They've got that gym there. And that's just what I've been doing nice. after work for a couple hours. A day. Yeah, I, mean, Every, I like your mental health is important. sore right in here. I But I'm getting, I can feel it tightening up. Everything in moderation, man. Everything in moderation. So
0: remember, stay healthy, so we can live longer, so we can watch more movies. Please. All right, moving on. Um, every year, uh, usually around Labor Day, we celebrate a director who worked his or her ass off. In the past, we've watched... Um, we Hitchcock. celebrated Hitchcock. Kurosawa, uh, Yeah, Miyazaki, uh-huh. right? I think there's only three Labor Day marathons. Yeah, there. Billy there's Wilder. A, a or yeah, Billy Wilder, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. All great episodes. Go check those out. You can find them on uh, the website. Uh, but for me, these are very educational episodes, man. I think of oh, our, yeah. our Labor Day episodes as like are kind of like our film school. Yeah. You know? It's like if you want to learn something about cinema, about storytelling, about directing, you might as well learn from the
3: masters.
1: Right? So Yeah, and it's cool to see like a director's like progression through the years. Absolutely. I mean Reservoir Dogs yeah. came out yeah. in like ninety Ninety two. And you know, once upon a time in Hollywood just came out. So there's that like seventeen year or twenty seven year yeah, gap, yeah. like where he's gone from one movie to the other and like things that have not changed over time too yeah. which yeah, is always yeah. really cool. So I love these Labor Day
0: marathons. Uh, this one's going to be probably put out just a little bit early. Um, Kyle, you had to go on, like, your on vacation or something. Yeah. So we're going to probably put this out this week. Uh, so a few weeks early. But, hey, man, um, it's the same idea around Labor Time, mm-hmm. Labor Day. So um, Tarantino, man, that's who we're going to be talking about for this, uh, this Labor Day marathon. He's directed nine films. Uh, supposedly he's only directing one more. Um, Nathan and I, we have talked about this topic a few times now, we've kind of turned Av into our uh, little fucking Tarantino fan club. <laughs> okay, but uh, I want Star Trek to be his his last movie. You know, his his number ten. Um, I would settle for a horror film. I would I would pretty much settle for anything. Okay,
3: yeah. Star Trek sounds good right now, though. If he's gonna do ten, Nathan, what do you want? We talked about Kill Bill three. Kill Bill three. I will I will say though, after having watched now and have done the marathon since then, the double V Vega thing, man, like. I, do, I want it pretty bad. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Um, in the podcast, I think we talked about maybe it being a comic book or something, uh, or a, and I think and that's old. probably the smartest. Those move. guys are a little old now to be jumping yeah, back into that's those the roles. Thing. Uh, but I do I do want it pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, I really do.
0: Well, you, Kyle, what do you want his number ten to be?
1: Man, I I don't know. I you know it's I don't even want him to stop at ten. But you know it's yeah. it's also it's also his you know his career, his choice. He can do whatever he wants if he thinks he wants to go out on top. You know, I, I want to see him tackle something that he hasn't before. I would like to see, f- fucking an animated movie by Quentin Tarantino yeah. you know, would be cool. Like, like the spy do, do his yeah, take like cool.
0: on like an anime or
1: something
0: like that. Yeah. How about you
2: guys, Wayne? Uh, yeah, uh, Through the years, he's talked about uh, wanting to do the the Beyond, uh, and he's also talked about being a big uh, Fulci, uh Lucio Fulci yeah. fan, and he loves the Italian zombie films, uh, Nightmare City, uh, some of the slashers pieces. I'd love to see his his take on that that Grindhouse you know, slasher or zombie type Italian movie. I think yeah. it would be pretty I, I would be sweet. completely
0: happy with him doing, a, like, an Italian horror film. Mm. You know, it would be so fucking sick. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait for Tarantino to finally announce, you know, what that 10th film will be. Uh, hard telling when that's going to be. Probably next year, you know, two years from a now. A biography on my life. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a Harvey uh, Weinstein documentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's talk about Tarantino's style. Um, I usually do kind of a, a quick director breakdown, kind of a, a highlight reel. Uh, but most people know who Tarantino is. You know, they they know his, yeah. they're familiar with his body yeah. of work. Uh, so just throw some words at me, guys. What makes a Tarantino movie? Feet. Feet.
2: <laughs> Trump, <laughs> dialogue. Trunk shots. Dialogue. dialogue. Yeah. yeah. He's He's talking. Talking. Uh, dialogue.
3: yeah. Uh, some. Controversial dialogue, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you,
1: when you talk about Aaron Sorkin, it's the walk and talk. With Tarantino, uh, it's the sit and talk. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, every movie's got that, like, we're sitting down, just having a one on one conversation. A lot of his films, people.
3: I think, regardless of what the actual genre is, they have that sub genre of just, like, kind of a hangout movie. You know, just, like, mm-hmm. just hanging out, talking, uh, just shooting the shit with people. Let's go get some times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very natural conversation, yeah. I think. Um, non linear storylines? Non linear storylines, a lot of times. Violence. Yeah. Oh, violence. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra violence. Uh, Stylized violence. Uh-huh. not I don't know, not always ultra violence. Uh-huh. But yeah, but he has a, a reputation for that, but I don't know that it, if you really, you don't you know you've done the marathon or anything, like, I guess it's not really like that all the time, yep. you know. Um, soundtracks. That's a big one. Yeah, awesome yeah. soundtracks. Awesome soundtracks. Um,
0: anything else you want to throw out there, Cousin Wayne? No, just dialogue um, yeah, dialogue. Like true, yeah, dialogue, Extended scenes of dialogue. Uh, uh, you, you, always, about, you always got the scenes where somebody's scenes.
3: talking to themselves in the mirror. Um, mm-hmm. You always got the scenes. Where so, well, in almost every film, someone isn't isn't is acting. You know, it's like it's like I'm an actor playing an actor of of, yeah, of the, the yeah. sense. Like, uh, and I noticed that way more this time through. You know.
0: So that's Tarantino in a nutshell, though, yeah. right? It's Tarantino in a nutshell. Um, I do want to add that I think it's super fucking cool that he started off you know, working mm-hmm. in a video, video store. store. Yeah. you know, I think that's super fucking What video store did he work at? Did it ever say? I think or... it was in L.A. I don't know what it was called. But, okay. um, yeah, he started off at a video store, and then he, he's become one of the, the hottest yeah. directors of all time. I mean, I that's mean, every nerd's dream, right? Yeah. To work in yeah. a video store. He just he said, a hey, Russian you know what? Fuck this?
3: I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cool yeah. thing about oh, Tarantino, you hear, like, well, nobody taught him how to make films he just learned by watching films yeah. you know and it's like appreciating films it's like well sh- and that's why so much of his style is sort of stealing from things that he likes oh, yeah. you know what i mean it's so remixing things yeah remixing things
0: yeah. yeah um and i'll also add that uh everyone tries to copy tarantino have, yeah. you, ever, have you ever watched a, a tarantino that's just a, a like boondock it's, it's a counterfeit it's, it's a reasons. counterfeit tarantino yeah. movie you're like they're trying. They're doing. They're doing similar things, but it just for whatever reason, it just it's not cool. Yeah. It just falls flat. You know, like you can always tell a counterfeit Tarantino yeah. movie. Uh, and he, I would think
3: that every every fucking twenty something film school kid is yeah. like, That's I'm working on this Tarantino esque kind of project. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? And it's like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, good luck with that. Yeah, I think if you gave
0: that. me a budget tomorrow, I would really have to rein myself in not to try to have like that that sitting dialogue yeah, yeah, It's Tarantino I, oh, with that kind of Tarantino inspired music, you know, because that's what everybody wants to do mm-hmm. now. You know, mm-hmm. so he's really. You know, he was the fucking Scorsese of the 90s, man. Like, 90, yeah. Scorsese came out and changed the crime films, and then, you know, you have Tarantino coming up in the 90s, you know? And it's like, wow, man, this well, is it's fucking like, fresh.
1: fresh. It's, this is cool. It's ironic, you know, they talk about Roman Polanski being like the hot new thing, and yeah. once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, that, that used to be Tarantino, you know? Yeah. I moved to Hollywood and, and became the big shit. But. Yeah. So, real quick, guys, what were your thoughts on Tarantino before this marathon?
2: Uh, he would always been hit or miss with me. I, I never really saw the big deal about him. Mm-hmm. But after watching these, episodes, I've got a much greater appreciation for what he does.
0: Really? He's my favorite director of all time. Hands I wouldn't down. go
2: that far, but he's. I, yeah. I do have more he's, respect, he's my more favorite. appreciation. Yeah,
0: hands down. Um, he's introduced me to, to so many cool things from music um, to uh, fucking actors to um, movies, everything, man. Across man. the board, he's just... He's a—he's just a huge reason that I'm a movie lover. He's a huge reason that Video Land exists. Hell, I even named my son after Tarantino. You know, so I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan since. Actually, I can't say I've been a fan since the beginning because Pulp Fiction I didn't dig. Yeah, you, I remember you were really yeah. Into when, it. Well, no, when Pulp Fiction first came well, out not when I first came out. Yeah, when it it first a, came out, I was like, when players what first came out, you this were non-linear so storyline, this fucking like it was a. Uh, I think Big Lebowski came out a couple years after that. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like Big Lebowski, Pulp Fiction, right over my head. You mm. know. And then I remember Jackie Brown. We, you and I went to go see the Jackie Brown's Leader the like, at the time. Right. Yeah, I was like, well, it's all right, you know. Um, and since then, I love both of those fucking movies. Um, what about you guys? I, I,
1: I, uh, uh, you know, for me, the first Tarantino movie I saw was Kill Bill Volume Two. Actually, like people <laughs> were like, drag me to the theater, like, you need to come watch this. So the was, second like, one? Yeah, I, I hadn't seen the first one, uh, so I went and watched the second one, and it was like immediately like, I need to go get everything this guy's made. And mm-hmm. I need to fucking watch it like now and uh, really like, f- uh, I went to to film school. And seeing Reservoir Dogs is what well really was like, all right, I want to go um, make movies. And so, yeah, he's, he's always been there. Like, I, I like pretty much everything he's done. Uh, Death is probably my least favorite, and we're not doing that tonight. So, I mean, I like everything that we, we are covering tonight.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm like a, I'm a Tarantino fanboy. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'll, I'll take that one, whatever. Um, when I was growing up, I had this kid down the street. His name was Dusty. And his favorite movie of all time was Reservoir Dogs. He had a, he had a copy of it on VHS. And he sat me down when we, Yeah, we were in high school. You know what I mean? And uh, we watched Reservoir Dogs, and I've been a fan. You know, but it's, it's like you're a kid. So, like, I love this, but I didn't see Pulp Fiction when it was new. I didn't see Jackie Brown when it was new. I didn't see uh, Kill Bill until it was out on DVD. Really? I had, yeah, uh, both, both of them. Because uh, I think Josh Collard, in fact, was like, how have you never seen this? You know what I mean. And, and so we sat down one night and we watched both volumes in one night. And it's it is my it's it's my favorite movie of all time.
0: Kill Bill. So, yeah. Yeah. my top five.
3: Immediately, my favorite film. He, you know, and since then, have just been on a huge Tarantino kick for the last sixteen years of my life. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> you know. Um. So yeah, I've had a great time with this. Have
0: you guys ever watched a Tarantino movie and then it was just like it's like ah, it's okay, and then it just becomes better like yeah. with like with Jackie Brown Jackie Brown
1: definitely with me. The First time I watched Jackie Brown, I was like, "Well, this is kind of a shit movie." Yeah, this I was like, "This is kind of fucking dumb." And then like <laughs> the second, I was like, oh, "Watch it again." Okay, it does yeah. does a lot better than I, oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like now it's like I'm so fucking appreciative of every yeah, second. Yeah, that's that why I
2: was with uh, Jackie Brown and Reservoir Dogs especially.
0: Yeah, this time around it happened to me. Um I've always kind of been like a uh, mediocre with uh, inglorious same, yeah,
3: same for this, me. This, yeah, time, this time, time, I, I appreciate like, Inglorious a lot more. Yeah, so do, so, so do I. I just appreciate talking about. It. Like Josh Collard's one of my best friends. Uh, he his favorite Tarantino film is my least favorite Tarantino <laughs> film. So we, you know, it's like, and, and again, even my least favorite Tarantino film, I still like. You know what I mean? I still, I still, I still enjoy it. But in talking about it with him, you just appreciate things. I, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That is cool. I just don't like it, but that's cool. You know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, just talking about it is
1: just great. It's yeah, just yeah. fun.
0: So let's get into this marathon. Kyle, what Tarantino films
1: did we watch, and how do they stack up against each other? First up, we have Reservoir Dogs from 1992, starring Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, and Steve Buscemi. An IMDb rating of 8.3. Rotten Tomatoes, 91%. Nice. Pulp Fiction from 1994, starring John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, and Bruce Willis. IMDb, 8.9. Rotten Tomato high of 92%. IMDb high as well, I believe. Uh... No, it's not. Well we'll, well, we'll talk about it in a second. Uh, Jackie Brown from 1997, starring Pam Greer, Robert Forster, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, are low on IMDb of 7.5, which is Ooh. still a pretty high score on uh, yeah. IMDb, If that's your honestly. lowest, then yeah. yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 87%. Then we have Inglorious Bastards from 2009, Brad Pitt, Christoph Waltz, and Michael Fassbender. IMDb, 8.3. Rotten Tomatoes, 88%. Then we have Django Unchained from 2012, starring Jamie Foxx. Christoph Waltz, Leonardo DiCaprio, IMDb of eight point four and our low on Rotten Tomatoes of eighty six percent, which is still Jesus, a really fucking yeah, great yeah. score. Uh, and then we wrapped up with his newest release, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which came out this year. Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie, our highs on IMDb of nine point three and on Rotten Tomatoes of ninety two percent. But then again, it just came out, so Give it the, a time. the scores are are kind of inflated on it. So like a nine point two on IMDb or nine point three. It's really fucking high, but I was gonna give say it a year, The score I
3: have for that is eighty five percent of Rotten Tomatoes and eight point two on IMDb. I, I so, just looked it up. Okay. so I, <laughs> huh. I don't know. It's I'm sure it
1: fluctuates a shitload. But all
0: right, we uh, a couple of us talked about our love for Kill Bill, Kyle. Mm-hmm. We're, Where's Kill Bill?
1: Oh, well, see, Kill Bill's already in Pantheon, oh. so it's completely out of the discussion. Uh, it, you know, it probably would have kicked some ass in some categories tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, You bet your ass it would have. <laughs> <laughs> like <if> a <laughs> Pantheon <we had> <laughs> for a <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It, it would have gotten a few for
3: me, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, um, and if-
1: then we also left out Hateful Eight and uh, Death Proof, Death just Proof. because they are lower-scored yep. films of his, and then we left out mm-hmm. things like True Romance because he didn't actually direct it. Stuff yeah. like Four that. Rooms. Four and Rooms. And Natural just a part, Killers. Yeah, mm, Dust
0: So any comments on this lineup?
3: it's perfect for yeah, well, yeah, the usually, yeah, yeah. I, I like great. it I think I think it would have been cool <clears throat> to throw in death proof and hateful eight yeah. just for the you know it's like there are only well there are nine films, but there are yeah. only eight available for us to review if you're already doing six yeah. I,
0: I I tell you what though I did have a hard time getting all these in just because of the length of some of long. them the two and, yeah. and a half to three hours yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that was pretty rough um because usually lately here we've been doing five films and mm. so we cranked it up to six on this one just because it's tarantino. Uh, but yeah, I did have a hard time. I had to watch a couple of them. I think it was Inglorious, and uh, I think it was Jackie Brown. I had watch them kind of like two parts just because yeah. I had shit going on. Like well, I'm been that getting week.
2: up at four thirty in the morning. I've been waiting for everybody to go to sleep, which is like mm-hmm. eleven. Watching this shit till one or two in the morning. Boom, getting up, and I've done that all fucking long. <laughs> like even did I only slept like what three hours? Yeah. My yeah. is I could have kept up difficult. with the
0: conversation though with, with all the films. I did watch Death Proof. I rewatched that this week. Okay. Hateful Eight. Um, I actually watched the uh, the mini se- kind of like the the mini series format. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, on yeah. On Netflix, four episodes. And um I didn't get to rewatch Kill Bill. I think there's another one I didn't get a. To... Is there another one? No, that's it. Is no. that it? No. Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just yeah. I want to re- revisit True Romance as well and Natural Born mm-hmm. Killer just mm-hmm. for the fuck of it. Yeah. But I'm just. I probably will because I'm still in that fucking Tarantino movie. Right. So. Yeah. um any other comments before we start? Cousin Wayne? I'm good. Kyle?
3: I'm solid. This was so fucking hard, hard man. I don't think that I've ever come to the table and felt as shitty about <laughs> my awards. You know what I mean? Where it's like, not, not that I'm not happy with my awards, but it's like, you only get two ties. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And th- this is... sometimes well, we, so You started that rule. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, so... Clever, girl. You only get so many ties, and it's like, sometimes we'll do versus episodes, we'll do marathons where <coughs> one film is clearly just has the better story, uh-huh. or has the better actor, or has the better whatever, and we, but that's not the case with this. It, it really isn't. So, I mean, I feel like, even if I could tie every category, I'm still gonna feel like I'm shortchanging a film that I really yeah. like, you know, so... It's, it's like, I like, I like my awards, but I, I'm, I'm forever going to feel like, yeah. fuck, man. I actually not...
0: have a message from Matthew Wade, our editor. Okay. And he said, I don't envy you for having to assign golden idols to these films. And uh yeah, yeah, some of these were a fucking bitch.
1: You know, yeah, so yeah, he's he's right. Was yeah. this hard for you too Kyle? Yeah, I had six ties and I was like, I gotta find a way to make four of these <laughs> yeah. not ties. Yeah. It's it was really fucking really difficult. Hard. He really
0: wanted to be a part of this one too, man, but yeah. Yeah, we only could have four at a table. He did do a play along and you mm. can, uh, I saw that. Yeah, you can yeah. see his play along on Facebook, so check that out. I think
3: that's cool when people do play along. Yeah, mm-hmm. so do I so do I.
0: Um you guys ready to start this motherfucker? Let's
2: do
3: it. All let's right. right, let's
0: do this. Um so our first category is best location. Cousin Wayne, best location goes to. Uh
2: for me this is one of the Few, maybe the only one that I had an easy time with. Uh, my award went Pulp Fiction, Jack Rabbit Slims. Uh, what a fun fucking restaurant, you know? What I, mean? <laughs> I, I would. I'd be like, I would be like a regular there. So yeah. I, you know, I don't know if I'd get the fucking you know five dollar milkshake and yeah. shit, but <laughs> I, I would.
0: But I'd pour some fucking alcohol in
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, I, I, I love I love the costumes of everybody and how you know we Marilyn Monroe here and. Costa. I mean, it was just what a great yeah. time. And Steve Buscemi, right? Like Steve, Steve Buscemi is uh, yeah. buddy Ollie. Yeah. it was, it was awesome. just just a fun time. I, I loved it. You're right, Wayne. It yes. is Jack <laughs> Uh It's
1: it's a cool like fucking location. uh it's, like, so hokey and weird, but at the same time, it just, like, it fucking fits. And it's, you know, they name the food stupid shit. Like, oh, how do you want your milkshake? Do you want it Martin and Lewis or Amos and Andy? Which is right, which weird. is weird because it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah you want it's vanilla it's, or chocolate, basically? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's, like, you could have just had vanilla or chocolate. You don't have to right. get so fucking hokey with it. But I, lo- I love that kind of shit. But when you pay um, that kind of money for
2: a fucking milkshake, you want it to be yeah, a hokey. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you,
1: <laughs> and, you know, they got a dance floor. They're having, like, dance-offs every, like, fucking Friday yeah. night and shit like that. It just seems like a place is like like a, the fucking hipster version of meta, Medieval Times or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like you just like nice. go to watch someone, you know, just fucking hit, beat on a jukebox yeah. and fucking start yeah. a knife fight. <laughs> I can say bringing your food on roller right. Oh, absolutely, man.
3: Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, this is me too. This, yeah? is, uh, this is one of the few. I'm wow. not going to say it was easy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of locations that I I. I, I We'll find time later to talk about some of the other locations. Like I think Old Hollywood, just recreating Old Hollywood, for example. Candyland's um,
1: dope as fuck too. Yeah,
3: Candyland's cool. There's lots of good locations. It's not. I'm not gonna say it's easy, but Jackrabbit Slims is definitely the one that jumped out at me, nice. man. Um, because you're right. Like it's just such a fun location. Apparently Harvey Keitel. Uh, or not Harvey Keitel. Harvey Weinstein wanted to <laughs> big difference. Wanted, yeah. big big difference. <laughs> big difference. My bad. Wanted to turn it into an actual restaurant after the uh, the success of Pulp Fiction. Um. You know, and uh, Tarantino was like, "Not nah, fuck that." <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but but I would totally go there. I 100% go. Oh, there. I would too. I mean, uh, which is what a, what a blast, man. I think it's funny that he calls out uh, Steve Steve Buscemi for like. He's like, I don't know, I don't know if he's if he's such a good waiter. Like, he brings your food out in like four and a half minutes, dude. You <laughs> oh, want I mean? to like, shit. Yeah, like you know, you want to talk that's hilarious. He's, he's fucking on that shit. You think Marilyn's that fucking? That's fast? That's funny as hell. <laughs> that's a what the fuck.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, uh, dude. I love those picks, by the way. um, So I'm going somewhere different, but I, I you know, I, I like that pick. That's great. um, I'm going. I'm going Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, this movie is like taking a fucking time machine, yeah, back yeah, to like 1969. Yeah. The wardrobe is awesome. Um, I love Brad Pitt's like yellow Hawaiian shirt, yes. the Champion shirt that's underneath there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. The uh, the bright neon signs, the classic cars, um, the Western TV show sets, uh, yeah. the the movie posters. Um, no, Tarantino just brought Hollywood to life, man. There's no LA pollution or smog. Yeah. There's no fucking Starbucks. There's no CGI. Okay, yeah. Tarantino fucking dressed all this up, and there's not many directors that can do that. Yeah, or pull that well, off. Yeah, you know, to this extent anyway. Maybe like Spielberg. Yeah, or they, like don't, they don't have the drive
3: to either. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean? So
0: no CGI, and that's classic filmmaking that I can respect. And uh, yeah, I'm going Hollywood. What do you think about the
3: evolution as a filmmaker as well? I mean, most of the shots you see where they're driving around in other films. I think in Pulp Fiction when uh, Butch gets in the cab, the back, so bad looking. <laughs> it's like black and white footage of yeah, like yeah. this shit in the background. You know, I mean, it's it's like. The, the transitional moment is just so it's it's swept under the rug it, it, or it's just you know what I mean like it doesn't really matter to the scenes so yeah, it's, it's just, like just accept it just accept it yeah. but in this it's like we I'm gonna sh- like we are we are here <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. we, are, we are in old Hollywood and like Painstakingly put together, especially it's if you're watching really all impressive. the cars, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. when they're on Absolutely. the interstate or they're just driving how many uh, down
0: asking, Sunset Boulevard.
3: How many are there?
0: Yeah, it's like holy fuck! The, how did they get all these cars? It's not close
1: shots. Like if, most movies like this, they would like keep things close, right. and you'd only have to do a little bit. There are shots where you're looking straight down a fucking mm-hmm. like strip, and it's just everything, everything. is fucking seventies. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I was reading an
0: article where like I brought up Starbucks. It's like there was there's a Starbucks right here, and they, it's like let's read let's dress this up, let's take down that sign, or let's put up a different sign, let's shoot it from this angle, so we can give that. Of yeah. 1969 Hollywood, mm-hmm. that takes us to our next category, which is best character. Cousin Wayne,
2: uh, again, I went with Pulp Fiction. Uh, Jules, mm. uh, I just—he's he, he's a little more in debt, and he seems like he's—he's he's got his shit together in his own unique way, and, and I just—I love his story in Pulp Fiction too. You know, he, he's this—you know—gangster guy going to collect this, going to collect that. It has a. Fucking miracle of not getting his ass blown away, <laughs> and he he doesn't take it like his partner does. To him, this is his sign, you know I'm done. Then you find out later on it's a good fucking thing too, because he probably would have gotten shot by Bruce Willis. Yeah. But I did I, I, I did I, I love his character. I love his style. I love the words that he says. I love his actions. Yeah. I love. Like, I'm never Really, the one thing that usually drives me nuts about uh, Tarantino is some of that excessive dialogue. It just gets on my fucking nerves. I'm invested in the story, yeah. and you're giving me all this bullshit. But with him, I'm in it. I, I love hearing that that useless style quote unquote, you know, so just one with jewels.
4: Cool.
1: Yeah, this really tough category. Like every movie's got multiple characters where you could like fucking like, yeah, like, yeah. like Um, but I landed on a character that I grew to really appreciate on this watch that I hadn't really appreciated enough before, and it's Aldo Rain from Inglorious mm, really? Basterds. Wow. Yeah. I it, like there's something so cool about uh Aldo where it's like Y- you don't really know that much about him, and you just want to fucking know so you much just more about him. You just, yeah. You're just like, I would watch a whole fucking movie about the ring. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely fucking would. I love that he is just like, he's unapologetic. He is, I, you know, you're going to kill a hundred fucking Nazis. I want a hundred Nazi scalps. Like, <laughs> that's what he fucking wants. Like, I
2: want me my Nazi scalps. Yeah, and
1: I, like he's just like, toying with fucking Germans. Like, he's, oh, you know, I'm glad you <laughs> didn't oblige, because... Yeah. You know, watching Donnie beat on a man with a is the only <laughs> entertainment we got out here sometimes. Or I feel like it's one of the one of the probably the funniest moments in any of these movies when he's he's doing his Italian oh, it, sucks. <laughs> so oh, did, oh, yeah. it is so funny where he's just like Giorno. <laughs> Like yeah. I speak the best Italian, so I'll he's, do it. Like so he's, so like, he's, like, like, he's third best Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's he's so funny, but like so just, like, menacing him, like, you totally buy him as yeah. this, like, fucking yeah. leader of this ragtag group of Jews, it's fucking but There's cool.
3: so much about his character that you want to know, yeah. yeah, they don't tell yeah. you, yeah. and, like, you, you know, with, like, the, the
1: lynch burn like, on his neck. Yeah, he's got his fucking scar on the neck, yeah. never
3: address they it. They never address it, and it leaves you wanting more. We talked yeah. about, like, uh, what's the what's the other film we, we talked about them doing? Uh, oh, um, Killer, Crow. oh Killer, Killer Crow. Killer Crow, yeah, yeah as, as the, you know, kind of extending his story and stuff, and yeah, I, I take it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, because I just, I want to know more about that character. Uh, I also went with a character that I appreciated a lot more this time around. And, dude, this was fucking hard. Yeah, it was. It was you know, hard. this was a really difficult category, man. Um, I like characters that have flaws. Um, I like characters that feel real to me. Uh, I went with Vincent Vega this time around. Oh, wow. I had you pegged as a
1: Max Cherry on this one. Uh, dude, well, I like Max. I like Mordell. <laughs> I, I, I like for Best
3: Location Bell Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so the thing I like about Vince is that he... He walks this line between so many different elements. Like, he's... So he's a hitman. He's kind of a fuck-up. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't think when you watch the movie, maybe even the first or the second time, you get the sense that he's a fuck-up. Mm-hmm. But, like, he should have brought a shotgun to that first encounter. Mm-hmm. He should have swept that fucking house because there was a dude... Like, in that apartment, oh there's a dude in the fucking bathroom with a gun the whole time while Jules is talking. You're just fucking standing there in the uh-huh. kitchen. He shouldn't have pointed a loaded gun at a dude on a bumpy-ass fucking road. Uh-huh. He shouldn't have gone to take a shit in some guy's house and left his fucking gun on the counter. Like, he's kind of a dumbass, but, like, he doesn't come across as a dumbass. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He comes across as very savvy, and maybe, maybe not intelligent, but, like, just, just kind of dense. Yeah, you know what yeah, I, mean? I mean? Like he, he's mm. Clearly he knows a lot about pop culture. Like when they're in Jackrabbit Slims uh, he knows Which is weird because he says
1: he doesn't own a TV. Right. I don't, yeah, yeah, TV, I know. I don't even own one but he
3: knows all yeah. the fucking pop culture Exactly. Shit. Yeah, he's just an interesting character. Like I just think he's fun. He feels real to me.
1: He's, uh, a, he's a very yeah. high-functioning heroin addict as well. Yeah, he's, a, he's <laughs> sort of a high-functioning <laughs> heroin addict. Uh,
3: I just like hanging out with him. This was a big part of the reason why I went through... When we talked about it in the, the episode it was like you know, yeah, I, 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 mean, I guess I want to see uh, Vince and Vic and kind of what their story would be in that uh, Double V Vega thing. But like this time around, I was like, man, I really want to see those characters. Yeah. I really want to see both of them and just how they interact because they're totally different. <laughs> you know, uh, that I would love to see what they are actually like as brothers. Yeah,
0: yeah, the, dude, this was a fucking hard category. Super fucking hard. Um, I could have went with so many characters: Jules, Vincent, um, Jackie Brown, fucking Hans. Um, I think this, this watch here, my favorite, my favorite character this time around, so this isn't my fa- this isn't my best, okay? But, uh, someone I, I really appreciated this time around was Steve Buscemi's character in Reservoir Dogs. Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink. Pink. Oh. Like, dude, Why that guy has, <laughs> that dude has his shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the only, yeah. you know, air quotes, professional there, yeah. you he's, know? He's
1: the one, you know, before you find out that, like, he's a total pro, you think, like, if someone's gonna fuck up, it's gonna be Mr. Yeah. Pink, because he's yeah. mad about his name, he's not giving yeah. waitresses, he's just... He's just a total fuck-up, but are yeah. like, no, he's the guy who actually... is yeah, has got only another night together.
0: So, I'm going with my first tie of the night, <laughs> okay? Second category. Woo. All right, first tie. Um, first, I'm going with Jules. All right? Oh, nice, Jules nice. is the baddest motherfucker of <laughs> all time, man. He quotes the Bible before he captures ass. He
3: misquotes the Bible. Dude, I don't give a <laughs> shit, dude. Which adds to it it, though. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say somebody he,
0: dude, he is the definition of badass, man. Every word that just comes out of that fucking jerry curl head of his <laughs> he's so cool oh, man he's yeah, he's fucking awesome and uh i love that he's this this uh this fucking he's on the spiritual journey mm-hmm. you know and he's just he's he's trying well, he's, not a first, he's trying real hard <laughs> yeah to be the shepherd you know jules is a badass he's my favorite character no, he's a right? bad motherfucker he's a bad motherfucker <laughs> but if jules is a badass motherfucker then Jackie Brown oh. is a badass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, she's one of the baddest asses out of this lineup, man. She outsmarts the cops, she plays the gangsters, and then mm-hmm. she rides off into the yeah. sunset, man, across the 110th Street playing is fucking <laughs> sick. So that's just a strong female character. Yeah. I'm going Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown um, as for my tie. And Hans Lander would have been my third. Hans
1: Hans is dope. Hans is good awesome. character. He's so good. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So that takes us to our third category. Uh, uh, best screen duo, because I win.
2: Uh, this one I almost tied myself, but I had a real close runner-up of uh, Jules and Vincent.
0: Hmm. I
2: love watching uh-huh. those guys. But uh, my award, I went with uh, Jackie Brown, Max, and Jackie. Oh, I was, man, yeah. I, I fucking, I, I, I could I could watch more. I was so sad to see them split up, man. I, you know, I loved it. I wanted to see them become a couple, because they did. They acted like a couple. You know, like they had known each other for so long. You could tell they were just kind of soulmates in their own unique they way. They have such
3: a mature relationship. They do, yeah. and it gets there fast, yeah. too. I it mean, gets... they're just cool with each other and everything. I, I love that you can... you they Their relationship develops in a very realistic way. It's like you, you kind of get the sense that Max likes her, mm-hmm. you know. but then it's like there's just a quick scene of him like in the store and he, and he buys the Delphonics tape. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like, okay, he's thinking about her. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's a great way to show that that character is just thinking about yeah, her. he's on You know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. 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 Um, I like that they don't get together. Yeah. I think, I really, I, I, think cool. I wanted to see it. I wanted I that think, I, think it, day, I think it I think it is that it's, it's she doesn't she doesn't need anybody. You know what I mean? Like I think I I think it's more for her I, as a character like she doesn't she doesn't need Max. They don't need to be together. She's a strong, yeah. independent black woman yeah. who don't need no man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean but, but really, like I, I like that about
0: I'm her. I'm glad they didn't Dark Knight Rise it, right? Where she's in Spain, sitting oh, at a fucking oh, table yeah, in yeah. fucking Spain. Oh, my God. That that she a, turns around, yeah. and there's Max Jerry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my
3: God, yeah.
0: Fuck that. Oh, like, <laughs> now that I would not have liked. i have been like, oh, no.
3: Oh. Yeah,
2: he's,
1: oh,
0: she's, eat, she's just eating a strudel or something. And like, oh, there's, there's Max. <laughs> With
1: cream. <laughs> Where are you going? Clem. Uh, I have my first tie of the night here And I could have went One of three ways really oh, yeah. I had I had it as a three way tie And then I got rid of one The one that just missed the cut was Mr. White and Mr. Orange I, so I fucking nice. love their chemistry yeah. And it grows on me every time I watch Reservoir Dogs um, But I landed on uh, Jules and Vincent they are just nice. so fucking fun to watch on screen. The, the scenes where they're together are so much better than the scenes where they're apart, which really are very few. And I wanted to see, want to
2: see a movie, you know, The Adventures of Jules. I, so I, I would <laughs> watch that. For, like,
1: where they're these, they're these two guys that are just doing a job, like, they enjoy each other, but they're totally different people, too, mm-hmm. at the same yeah. time, and they just work and mesh well together. Um, and, uh, my tie is, uh, from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Rick and Cliff. I mean, it's a movie, it's a movie about friendship, and they show you from top to bottom why these guys, like, stick together so much. And they go through the, you see them go through the rough shit, you see them go through all the good times. Uh, there's just, they just have, like, a fucking solid chemistry together, With like, Brad Pitt doesn't have to say much, and you're just like, yeah, he's totally, is you know, a good friend, like, he brings that size. like, D- don't cry in front of the Mexicans. Yeah, favorite <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs> <what they laughs> lines, don't, don't cry in front of the Mexicans. Look, don't cry in front of the Mexicans.
3: Um, so yeah you're right you could have tied this in a million different ways mm-hmm. man uh, I I couldn't I went with uh, Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth from Once Upon nice. a Time in Hollywood you're man. a good friend, of uh, friend <laughs> I love them I, I, I think that they have such a great like I always go back when we talk about duos um, it's like Rocket and Groot you know what I mean or like mm-hmm. Hellboy and uh, Abe you know you have these characters that are totally different you know mm-hmm. you, like uh, Rick is more of an intellectual, he's an actor, you know what I mean? He's a man, he's a man of words, uh, Cliff is a man of action. Yeah, he doesn't know. say, he just does uh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Rick is always on the verge of like a fucking mental breakdown, <laughs> and Cliff is just fucking smooth. You yeah. Know, yeah. know what I mean? Uh, killed his
1: wife, he ends up on Charles Manson's ranch, and he's just chilling. Just <laughs> about it a spot, and he's,
3: Yeah, um, one of them, uh, so Rick, you know, kind of eyes on screen pretending to be a cowboy, Cliff is out there yeah. being a fucking cowboy. Yeah. Uh, just fucking, just great chemistry, man. And like, I love that line. Uh, they have that moment where uh Rick explains that he, he has to let him go. You know what I mean? He's like, we, I, you know, I don't, I can't afford you anymore, buddy. You know, yeah. like, yeah. and I, I think the, I think the narrator says something like, you know, when it comes to the end of the line with a man that it's more than a brother, but less than a wife. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just so good. Like, there's nothing left to do but get fucked drunk. <laughs> you know? And I, I just, I, I love that. I love that line, like, more than a brother, but less than a wife. Oh, you man. know? Like, it's super cool, man. So yeah, uh, Rick and Cliff. He
0: did get a hot wife, though, when he went overseas. He sure did. <laughs> 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 all right,
3: man. You know this is a hard
0: marathon when you use your last tie <laughs> on the <laughs> third category. Three category. <laughs> yeah. All right, first I'm going with Vincent and Jules. All right, from Pulp yeah, Fiction. Right on. Right. On. On. Like at first glance, you would not think that these two hitmen would get along at all. Yeah. You know, but right. they do. And what I like is there's like this mutual respect between the two. Like there's not one that's in charge over the other. Right. You know. Um, and I love listening to them talk about foot massages. Yeah, Royals with cheese The metric system (laughs) Divine intervention So I'm just like Sucked into their little world You know And uh, so I love these guys I love their style And then John Travolta And Samuel Jackson Have never been Fucking better man I mean this is Oh I Yeah Well
3: I don't, know. Do, um, well, we'll see. I think Sam Jackson's maybe been better at other places, but I don't know that John I don't know, because he's got my best character. Okay. So, <laughs>
0: but anyway, but I'm also going Jackie Brown and Max Cherry. Oh, uh, nice. oh there's, oh. Yeah, another duo <laughs> that you probably wouldn't think would get along, you know, mm-hmm. but I seriously buy their relationship, uh, even with the racial barriers yep. and their age difference, um, I totally 100% buy their relationship. And I love that it's not a sexual thing, Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. two people that are just digging on each other. It's, uh. True romance,
3: Is it? got that. True. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. But and it's,
0: it's very progressive for 1997 too. Yeah. I think. Um, I, yeah, I love um, both that these characters.
3: Gets me, man. When people talk about you know, once upon a time in Hollywood, uh, they you know. All, Tarantino always gets shit about like oh he's a racist oh, I'll bring that or, up uh, yeah I'm gonna bring it up on yeah. what the fuck but yeah. like dude have you ever fucking watched Jackie Brown yeah. you know what I mean you ever watched yeah. any of these fucking movies well, like, I'm not gonna bring up that he's a racist but you also hear, you hear that but you hear that but yeah. you also hear that, that he's, that he's a, a, sexist, a sexist he's a sexist and that, yeah
0: Look at this. Fucking Jackie Brown. Right. Who was Kill doing Bill. this? Kill Bill and yeah. Jackie Brown. Who was doing, you know, fucking this kind of shit in 1997? Right. You know? That's Pam Greer's movie. Mm-hmm. Brought her out of retirement and gave her a strong character where she puts all the men to shit. And she doesn't yeah, exactly. end up with the guy at the end. No. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah, part man. of it.
3: You know what I mean? Like, I think that's part of she what, what makes outsmarts so everybody. Cool. And like, win, she know, outsmarts everybody. Without yeah.
0: thinking about it, she's probably she's one of my favorite female characters of all time. Yeah. Jackie Brown's a badass, yeah. Yeah, bro. yeah. All right, that
2: takes us to best villain. Uh, this one was uh, the other easy one. Uh, Glorious Bastards, uh, the Nazi colonel I cannot remember. Oh, yes, thank you. I mean, this guy is just fucking evil. And, and he gets off on it. Like, uh, the, the farmhouse yeah. scene. You know, he's sitting there. He knows what the fuck's going on. And he knows that this man is scared shitless of him. We watched that
0: scene again yeah. right before you guys came Go over. And I he's, he's, and he's just
2: stretching it out. as You know, just feeding off this guy's fear. And then, like, uh... Uh, when he's with what's her name there at the the restaurant, they're eating a strudel. Him, yeah. He's like, oh, and she'll have a glass of milk. You yeah. know, I mean, you just know he is. Oh, pompous. I forgot the cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. exactly. I mean, he's just he he, he
0: literally just toys you, with. You his. don't know if he's like if he's onto her or if he's not. That's
2: what I think. I
3: think the first time you watch it's all just be the first time you watch in Glorious There's a there's a lot of tension. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So much tension, and I think people really latch onto that i've seen it i think many times now and i, I to me he doesn't know who she is it's mm-hmm. it's just a way to make like he think does that, that with she, everyone yeah yeah it's i i really don't think so i mean like it, i don't feel what i felt uh-huh. so i do have to go back and when i think about awards be like well i mean i gotta think about the first time yeah. that i watched this well i was know? talking
0: to cousin wayne it's like you know hans is going up and down the the, the, the french uh, countryside right most mm-hmm. of those people are, you know, cow farmers or whatever, you know, and if he goes into every single house and orders a glass of milk, you know, or if he brings up cream later, you know, he doesn't know who this woman is. She could be a Jew. She couldn't, you know, maybe she isn't, but if you drop just those few things, you know, yeah, he, he seems like he's a master of like body language There's, and yeah. he's got to read certain things like, well, I'm, not, I'm just going to say, cause I spent a lot of time in the fu- fucking French countryside. I'm going to drop little things like milk and cream and see how these people react he, I don't
3: know maybe so, maybe it's nothing. Well, so he's I, I read it it was an interview with Tarantino where they talked about his pipe. You know, oh, he, yeah. he brings out that big Mad fucking Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes pipe and uh he said I had it I had an I I sat down one time uh at dinner with with Christoph, and we talked about the pipe. And said so, like, "Well, the scene calls for him to have a pipe, but what do you what do you think about the pipe? Do you think that he smokes a pipe or do you think that he knows that the farmer smokes a pipe?" So, it could be one of two things. It could be I'm taking out this big fucking yeah. just, just kind of as like a mine's bigger than yours sort of thing, yeah. but also it could be like because it's that Sherlock Holmes pipe, it's yeah. that big fucking, it's that thing like it's like showing him like I I'm onto you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like like the game is afoot, you yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna figure you out, yeah. And so I, I think Kristoff had said like no, absolutely, I'm, I'm on board. I think that he doesn't fucking smoke. Uh, it's all theatrics, mm-hmm. you know. I, even I love how I love that. he
0: rewards this guy. Like he's telling him, he goes, yeah. like, you know, hey, you know, you won't be punished. In mm-hmm. fact there'll be a reward if you make my job easier, you know? And he knows that, you know, yeah. he's probably, this guy's probably spent, you know, countless hours, countless, you know, weeks, months with these yeah. people underneath the fucking floorboards. And here comes Hans, who's just going to slaughter them, you know, every single one of them. But he has to, he has to give them up because his family's going to be fucked if he does Oh, doesn't. yeah. It's so, ah, oh, it's so
1: good. It's so fucking good. Anyway, great pick. i <laughs> I completely disagree. <laughs> Uh, this one was super hard for me. You know, I, I I had Hans for a while, had Calvin Candy for a while, had Mister Blonde for a while, and I just always kept coming back to Ordell Roby. I don't. There's something so cool, fucking. Man. There's something so fucking just cool. He's not like he's not like super evil, but it's like it's because he's kind of such of a pussy. For a fucking villain. Like he always sends somebody else out to do it other than Beaumont. Yeah. After that and he tries to get the, the leg up on Jackie but she outsmarts him. Yeah. And he's just like pretends like oh I am not gonna do nothing. No, I'm <laughs> just, like not. He's like he's just a very fucking like sneaky ratty person, like always like, I'm gonna pay for your bond, alright, give me that bond money back, I'm gonna move it over here. Like he thinks he's a lot smarter than he is. Yeah. And that's why he's so fucking He is good.
0: creepy though, man. Oh, yeah, some, yeah, I think yeah. it's creepy. his look too. Like, like I love his family. with look. that. The, yeah, hat, the, the oh,
1: hat. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: so
3: good. And the fucking the just this Long braided yeah. beauty. Looks like a rat. I love. Know, like, I love in the
0: third act where he's all like when he's going into the the bell bonds right there oh, the, to meet man. Jackie. He he brings it up a couple times about you know that that big old black dude. Yeah. And yeah. He's like so if he is he in there? All right. Yeah. He, he brings it up like four times. He's really concerned about this motherfucker. You know, he no, he is because, because he's
3: scared. Yeah. I think that. So I so agree. One with more you. time.
0: I, I, is that I a motherfucker yeah. in right
3: there? Because if he is, you're the first motherfucker to get shot. No, I agree with you. I want Robey Roby he's i like i again i talked about it with uh, Vincent Vega but i like him cuz he's kind of a fuck up mm-hmm. i like that he 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 appears to be very smart but like like melanie says as soon as he walks out of the room he's like he just memorizes shit on tv yeah. you know that right like he doesn't know more about fucking guns than i do like And I I like that. I like that he's just constantly manipulating, like, sort of weak people around him to do the Mm -hmm. things that he wants. Like that uh, Sharonda girl Mm -hmm. who's clearly, like, maybe even intellectually disabled, I think, probably. Yeah, I think she might be a little retarded. This shit is repugnant. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, like, I think that he's just a a dickhead. Um, He's also... Uh, you know, toward the end, like like that last scene at the Bail Bonds thing, like, this is the first, other than when he kills Beaumont, this is really the first time that he has to get his hands dirty, mm-hmm. in a sense, and he's fucking terrified. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's like, you can just see it on his face, like, he's fucking scared. He's mm-hmm. fucking scared to go in that room, re- and he's like, look, I'll he's like, oh, you're the first motherfucker gonna get shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, um, fuck, he's such a, he's such a good character. No, oh, it's he is. But yeah. I think it's that scene... Where where he kills, but Bo- where he goes, he goes to get Beaumont and puts him in the car. That's my favorite scene and from then, Jackie. Yeah, Brown. puts puts his fucking strawberry leather twenty three. playing
0: oh so good. it's so
3: fucking cold. Like he's just a cold hearted. That's what you see the like, devil in his eyes, dude. Yeah. When he's
0: putting on his gloves and he's he's putting on yeah. his gloves and then strawberry layer twenty three comes on. And then he just looks at the camera like, yeah, I'm gonna kill this
3: motherfucker. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, so smooth, so smooth.
3: He's yeah. To to me, he I think he's yeah. I think he's the best villain. I really do. Ugh. I like your guys' picks. I'm going to
0: disagree. I'm going with Cousin Wayne on this. Oh, yeah. um, I'm going with Hans, man. Uh, fucking Jew hunter in Glorious Bastards, man. One of the best bad guy Nazis um, ever put on the screen. I mean, this guy is fucking
2: cold. And he's um, smart, he's, Yeah, he's, he's smart. I mean, he's he's he... the
0: fucking devil. He's, the, he's a fucking hawk. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, not only does he kill Jews, he fucking strangles women. Um, he toys with people. He revels in your fear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many great scenes like that. First scene at the farmhouse is so nerve-wracking. It's it's so well done, but also um, there's the, the the scene where he's uh, having a strudel, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just fucking with Shoshana. You know, he even tells her at one point he stops and he goes, "There's something I was going to ask you," and he just pauses. Yeah, yeah. And just stares at. her. He goes, "But I have no idea what that was." <laughs> and it's just like he just he just revels in your fear, you know, because yeah. he has this reputation. And then um, at the at the end where he, he's talking to I forget her name, but the the uh, the actress. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, yeah, he's like, you know, so you hurt your leg mountain climbing, yeah. you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, he goes, so where did, it's a fresh where, cast. Yeah, since, where did you oh, find yeah. a mountain around here yeah. to climb? Yeah. And she was like, she doesn't have an answer. He goes, yeah, yeah.
3: and he knows. Oh, he knows. He knows everything that's the thing. That's, going I, that's the thing I like about that scene. He knows that, he knows that, like, he, it, yeah. you know, like, like, well, like, he knows, first of all, he knows Aldo just to look at him. You know what I mean? Fucking he, he knows all the people there. He's just letting them yeah. be fucking ridiculous. And I like, love it
0: when she goes like
3: mountain climbing. He
0: turns around and does a there's like fucking laugh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he just starts laughing hysterically. He's like, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. This is you know and but yeah, he's like, Where where was this mountain? She doesn't know. He goes, I'll
1: just fucking with you. I was just fucking you know? with you. And yeah.
0: he he just revels in your fear, man. So um yeah, I love Hans, he's great. Uh, he's a bingo in yeah, my he, book. He, even better, when
1: he knows that they've lost the war. Then he starts cutting deals to get to America. Yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, I'll fucking give up everybody as long as you keep me safe. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a fucking weasel.
0: Yeah. Uh, two runner-ups, Michael Madsen. in Madsen is Yeah, just, uh, he mm-hmm. makes a great loose cannon. I think,
1: yeah, uh, he does. Psychopath. Yeah,
0: psychopath. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Steven from Django. Ooh, yeah. It's fucking completely underrated. I think he's more evil than Calvin Candy. The, yeah, it's Calvin yeah. Candy, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Calvin, yeah. 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 They, there was an interview with... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and he was like, you know, they brought me the script to Django and and I wanted to know what character I was gonna play, and and you know, Quentin didn't want to tell me that it I I w I wasn't Django. <laughs> you know, he, like oh. he, It's like he didn't want to tell me that I'm past that point in my life where I could play the young gunslayer, yeah. you know what I mean? So he's like he's like, Well who you want me to play? He's like, Nah, eh, just read the script. You know, yeah. so like he's like, You're bringing it home and I called him back and I was like, So you want me to play like the most despicable Negro <laughs> like yeah. ever put on film? And he's like all right, yeah, let's talk about. He's got great quotes know.
0: too. I did get my favorite quote, yeah. but something I've been saying all week. I've been I've been calling my daughter <laughs> and my wife, you know. And uh, I think my, my wife starts. She goes, "Did you miss me today?" You know, she was gone for the week. She's like, did you miss me?" I go, "I miss you like I miss a rock in my shoe." I fucking love that line. <laughs> all right, that takes us to best hero. Uh, this is gonna sound
2: kind of funny, and it kind of is, but I kind of I, I I mean it sincerely. Uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I gave it to Butch. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I know why. I know why. <laughs> when you go back, and this guy's trying to kill you, and, and he's a, I mean, he's a powerful man. He can kill you pretty easy, but he sees what's going on. I mean, he's just getting his ass pounded <laughs> by this cop. And pretty sure when the cop's done, you know, the gimp's going to get a turn, and the guy jacking off's going to get a turn. <laughs> He just can't let it happen. You know this man. You know, so he goes and he rescues it. Now that is a difficult thing to do. This man who just tried to kill you, make you broke your pride, you know, in a fight and take a fall, wanted you to do all that shit. You know what I mean? And you still go back for it. You go back for it. Nobody fucking deserves that shit. (laughs) You know. So yeah, to me, best hero. I. He'd be my fucking hero.
1: (laughs) Uh, For me, I'm going with Max Cherry. I love that he's this character that is just... He's just a bail bondsman. He don't want to start no shit. Like, he's got a a heavy to do all his work for him, you know? But he just gets roped into this and, like, just falls for a woman that you didn't expect to fall for. And, like, gets wrapped up in all these things, but, like, never bats an eye. Just like, you want me to do that? Sure, I'll do that. Like, I know it's illegal. Don't care. I'm going to help you out. Like, he's just such, like, a fucking just righteous dude, like, from the get-go. And, like, you just, like... You just want to cuddle with him. He's <laughs> I, I like that <laughs> it takes, like, what, 15% yeah. out of,
0: like, the half million? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's just what it's he just like, like about. Oh, he's just a
1: good that's guy, Max. max. My, yeah, yeah. like That's, like, barely above my cut on a bail bond, like, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, number he's throwing at her. So I, I mean,
3: that. yeah, it's no, it's cool. Um, even she apologizes, you know, and just, like, I'm, I'm so sorry you got roped into this. And he's like, I'm 56 years old. Like, you, I'm not, yeah. I'm responsible for me. I'm you know? doing this
1: willingly. You can force it.
3: I think I think that he's a he's a great hero, man. It's Jackie Brown, as far as I'm concerned, man. I think Jackie. But you talked about it before, like just I don't know how I would say it better than you, but um, outsmarts the cops, outsmarts the gangsters, gets away with. I mean, other than Max's cut, gets yeah. away with all the all the fucking money, scot free, uh, drives out. Down one hundred and tenth Street or whatever <laughs> into the sunset, which might I mean? be the like, best use
0: of music I yeah, think yeah. in all the Tarantino movies. I love across one hundred and tenth Street. It's yeah. one of the top anyway. Yeah, I, 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 I
3: just I can't think of a, of a character that just like is has such a heroic rise. Yeah, you know, and overcome so much. Best hero, man, cousin Wayne. I love your pick, man. I wanted to go to. I
0: wanted to go with Butch from Full <laughs> Fiction, man. It's like. He saves his nemesis yeah. from a butt thump. <laughs> okay, it's like it's like fucking um I mean he's he's really into it too. Yeah. I mean, it's like John McClain saving uh, fucking Joe- Hans Gruber from getting right. ass raped. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like he could have left Marcellus Wallace in the fucking sex dungeon. Yeah. Just getting fucking thumped, but he goes back. <laughs> and it's like if he's going back kinda takes a sweet time too, you <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> it's problem. like he risks himself they could they could find him and then capture him, and what's gonna happen? They're going to fuck him. He a... <laughs> Dude, I mean, he had a safe out. Like, yeah. hit the road, steal fucking the bike, and get the fuck out of Dodge, right? You don't yeah. know what's going to happen when you go back. But he goes back, and he saves Marcelo Smallest. That's fucking awesome. I yes. love that. I mean, if you save me from a butt raping, you're my fucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, I'm going to go with an unpopular one, I think, at the table tonight. Mm. I'm going with Hans Landa in Inglorious Bastards. What <laughs> He single-handedly, he took out all the nasty eggs in one basket.
3: No, he didn't. And he got us cut, Because his long. intentions weren't pure. I killed everybody. Mm-hmm. What did
0: he say? What did he say? So, he's sitting at the table with uh, fucking Aldo, right? And he goes... You know, because uh, he doesn't know about the the uh, the fucking fire, okay? Mm-hmm. But before the fire starts, he goes, you know, your bomb's are already in there, okay? Yeah, and uh, you know, you will kill some people tonight, right? But you know, he but won't, you won't kill. Get, you yeah. won't get Hitler. You won't get Goebbels. You won't get the fucking party, the Nazi party, right? And just so his intentions weren't pure, but for he fucking ended World War Three. He, oh, I'm sorry, I don't World know. War he it, he no, 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 no. World War II. No, he had He in World War no, I see. what you're all saying. All he had to do was pick up a phone and say, "There's some bombs in there. Make sure you get Hitler out and Goebbels and you know, fucking, you know, uh, the the fucking uh, I, the sniper."
3: I think bombs go off or not, they all die. That's my that's my problem with Inglorious bastards uh-huh. is that yeah. I think you could literally take the bastards out of that film. The entire every scene with the bastards, everything, and it would ju- just keep in this up with Shoshana. The war still ends. <laughs> it's a complete story. I don't. But so, because so, um, right when they show up at the premiere, everybody still dies in the fire. But you know, how,
0: but so here's the thing. You know when they show up at the premiere, Hans could have pulled the plug on all that shit right then and there. Yeah. He could have stopped it before even Shoshana even started the fire. You know, and he goes, "Nope." You know, I want my my fucking mansion in, in Nantucket, and uh, you know whatever. Um, his intentions weren't pure, but mm. I think with him stopping World War fucking two, because he goes tonight the war can end. Right. You know, tonight the war can. He stopped fucking World War II. Do you know how many people were probably on a train to get thrown into a fucking furnace? <laughs> okay?
1: Be- yeah, and how many did he put there? <laughs> so, yeah, no, that that's, doesn't that's fine. not balance but... well enough to me. So I'm going with Hans for okay. best hero. That's a rough one.
0: <laughs> so best. He got my villain and hero. That's great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. All right, that takes us to best
2: kill. Uh, runner up, real quick. Uh, <clears throat> Once upon a time in Hollywood getting blasted by a fucking flamethrower. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's just it's brutal. It's an
1: unexpected but
2: beautiful blast. I love that yeah. the music
1: swells. Yeah, it's, like, it's like the music grrr. from Bug was the 12 Fists of McCluskey or whatever. Like, <laughs>
2: But uh, my award did go to uh, Pulp Fiction... Marvin getting shot in the face. And that's a great ball. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's just... It comes out of nowhere. I mean, he's like, well, come on, you surely gotta have a play <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? Oh, man, I just shot Marvin in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and there, Marvin is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all over the windshield. And, and you're cleaning up Marvin. I mean, Such a great scene how everybody is, reacts
0: to that shit. <laughs> it
2: is. And it, well, that was part of his mind. I mean, you, you're gunshot to the face, unexpected. What, what follows the dialogue that goes along with it. And just... Vincent's reaction, oh, man, I just shot Marvin in the fucking face. <laughs> I mean, I
0: just... Like, well, shit. <laughs> you know, it was Great scene. You know what? Real quick, I still stick by that. The bastard's, Um, you know, fucking point. But I'm going to go with Butch. Yes. I'm going to go with Butch. That's I'm going with Butch for Fiction. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Do you agree with the Hans one at all? Unconventional I, I, I do
2: I don't. I mean, he's just... I think he's just trying to... No. Okay. He, he's done too much bad for that yeah, exactly. to outweigh it. I, yeah. and, and, and it was like saying, you know, Trump did one good thing. Oh, well, he's, he's a, a hero! I'm no, very passionate about the butch I mean? saving it's his fucking like, nemesis from that butt yeah. ring. It's a cool scene, <laughs> and I see what you're getting at, but a good deed here and there does uh, not make you a hero for all the bad shit. enough. It does other you know. Butch, I mean, butch
0: could have escaped, and he went back. Yeah, he went back. No, right. that's and what he was, got nothing I out wish. of
2: it. He got nothing out of it. Yeah, but he could have lost. it. I, I will think. say
0: though, it takes him forever. I know. Yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah, say, yeah. Do you how many yeah. thrusts? Okay, <laughs> do you think they got in fucking Marcellus Wallace? Because he's like, he goes, he's like, help me, help me. He's like, fucking um, chainsaw. Uh Help me, help me. Someone's raping me. Um, fucking shotgun, shotgun. Uh, shotgun, Help me, help me. Someone's raping me. <laughs>
3: oh god, god, samurai sword. And I can I ask you a question? Because I I think about this every time I watch that movie. <laughs> what what would be of the weapons that he gets? What that is a hammer? Then it's a yeah. baseball bat, and then it's a chainsaw, and then it's a that's fucking a... katana. Uh.
0: Like, what
3: would, what one would you have picked?
0: Uh, I would have went with the uh, Hatari Hanzo sword.
3: Fuck that. <laughs> no. Okay. Listen. What, okay, Wayne. What about you? Shotgun, baby. Did wait? Was there a shotgun? I mm. was I don't remember. I
1: don't remember there being. Well, the, I remember so. there was Does a hammer. A it's a pawn shop. There should be a fucking no. Gun there. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. It's
3: it's maybe a what the fuck, but it's
1: like you you know, know, I don't know. A lot what, I lot of guns because there's
2: three guys there. I'm one guy. What can I do here? I don't know how to use a goddamn sword I do know okay. how to use a chainsaw and a chainsaw is very loud a chainsaw is very mm-hmm. intimidating yeah. you get close to them, they're gonna back up you get the guy you get the fuck out of there you don't actually have to you know what I mean yeah cause I would've it,
0: just left I, you would've been just I don't know crazy. I don't know would you have went back for me Kyle what would you have went back for me fuck no,
1: no I that's I mean, why he's <laughs> a fucking hero <laughs> it's, like, know, it's only cause you'd be screaming yes please more I like this ass creeping. <laughs> Would be weird
2: if you would have you came back downstairs? I would have had him bent over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like, "Wait, when's my pitch. turn. Uh, <laughs>
2: no more foreplay, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, my best kill <laughs> um, goes to Inglorious Bastards, and it's Donnie uh, beating up the, the German with the fucking bat, bat. and just oh.
0: Teddy fucking Williams. Like I hate,
1: I don't like uh, Eli Roth in this. I think he I, owns that scene really he, well, but he does great in that scene. But Like. I, I would have I would have preferred to see Adam Sandler who God. was originally cast. Oh, that would have been so. like yeah. right? oh, yeah. But yeah, I magical. just like I like the intensity of the scene. The the build up to that scene was like The oh, build up is sick. Come on Wilhelm, all you gotta do is just tell me what's just point at the map. Tell me exactly yeah. where they're at and then like We don't get much nah, entertainment no. out of it. And either. you just hear that you just <laughs> hear that <laughs> bat hitting <Yeah>. the fucking <laughs> concrete walls as they go down. Just beats the fuck out of them. Can man. you
0: imagine just seeing oh. this fucking you know that that's so I showed that scene to a guy at work. Yeah. And he goes, It did nothing for me. And I go, What are you talking about? I was like Hearing that sound of the bat hitting the fucking wall, pitch black, and then you see this man come out yeah. who has a reputation of beating in skulls. Yeah, you're gonna get hit to death by that <laughs> bat. That is fucked up. So not
3: anything, only, not only know. that, but one of my favorite scenes in that movie is is I think it's the scene just prior to that where he's like, uh, I think they're talking to Hitler about about the bear Jew and <laughs> about Donnie, and they're saying that like the Jews say that he's like a he's a golem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like these. Basically, he's this like he's this like golem sent by God to protect them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like from from Nazi reprisal. Like I think that's fucking great. Yeah. Like, that's that's fucking sick, man. Uh, what are we on. Best kill defeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, tied Okay. Oh. Um, first so tie. First. This is my first tie. So so first is um. I mean Rick Cliff and Brandy versus the Manson family so, is just like is great. it is there's a, it's a big payoff for a long build up right you know what I mean yeah uh, because you know we go into that movie it's satisfying though oh man yeah because you don't we talked about this in the in the review like I don't know what's gonna happen you know what I mean I don't are they gonna are they gonna kill them I really don't want them to kill them <laughs> I really don't want them to kill the dog I really you know what I mean I don't how is this gonna play out uh, we know that Cliff is like a fucking badass, and he can go toe to toe with fucking Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee, but he is fucked. Like he can't <laughs> fucking function, and like yeah, so uh, just when he when he just from the moment that he whips that fucking can of dog food into that bitch's oh face oh my god <laughs> it's and man. sticks just, the just dog just caves like, in oh my god just from that moment for the rest of the movie basically is just a fucking roller coaster and ride and that flamethrower just the fl- yeah. took the <laughs> fucking
1: <laughs> floor <fucking> smashing <laughs> her head into the fucking like yeah, the telephone, the and, the telephone the, yeah. and the fireplace she yeah. like oh fuck oh, oh, he's like earlier <laughs> in the movie
0: with the Nazi uh, yeah. movie you know Yeah, right? and yeah. he has the flamethrower he's like you fucking Nazi yeah And you're like, but you forget about that. You're like, so he's getting
2: out. You don't forget about that fucking pool scene. But but he's (laughs) like, he so
0: he gets out of the pool. And you're like, where the fuck's he going? You know? And he goes yeah. into his pool house, he comes out with the fucking
3: flame <laughs> <laughs> He's like, holy shit. I love that scene where he's talking to Jay Sebring afterwards, and they're like, was well, everybody okay? He's like, well, the fucking
1: hippies ain't. And that's it. <laughs> a- <laughs> Dude, I'm burnt <arrested.
3: laughs> <laughs> One Chris. My, my fucking.
1: Favorite, <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> well, the fucking hippies ain't. One of my
0: favorite lines is connected to that scene, and it's like the cops are talking to him or something. But oh, right. I think he's talking to uh, fucking uh, Cliff, and Cliff's yeah. like, so he came in, he goes, and so the bad guy looked at me <laughs> pointed his gun at me and he said I'm the devil I'm gonna do some, shit. Gonna do some devil I'm shit I'm here <laughs> to do some <laughs> devil shit yeah. man Can you imagine yeah. telling the cops yeah. that?
1: But when he says it just the way Brad Pitt just yeah. laughs yeah. as soon as he's Yeah
3: like, uh, so that's my that's my first. It's one. a great
1: kill, dude. Oh, okay. dude, it's
3: so it's just such a release because I'm so happy, like you yeah. know, because I, mean? I don't want anything to happen to these guys, and it's just so over the top. Uh, well, like I told um, you
0: in our review, I really wish they they would have killed uh, Manson. They would have gone because in Glorious yeah. Bastards
3: they went the full
0: way mm-hmm. and they killed fucking Hitler and Goebbels and the whole party. Yeah. It's like go back to Spawn Ranch, man,
3: <laughs> and kill all of them. Um, the other one is. Uh, when when Butch guns down Vincent in Pulp Fiction, mm. because there's because it's the opposite almost. He just there's dies no in the shit yeah, there's because there's no build up to it. pop. Yeah, it's basically like he he walks out of the bathroom and he he sees Butch and there's just this moment of like, well, shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then they're both kind of figuring out what to do. The fucking the pop tarts pop up and just gets blasted. Yeah, and it's the thing that's cool about it to me is that like. In any, in any regular film where Butch is the protagonist through the whole film, it's just this nameless hitman kill. It's just a nameless, you know, henchman kill. Uh, but in Pulp Fiction, we know that that's a character, you know, and he's a, he's a guy that has this rich character. Yeah. He's a great, he's my best character. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, that's the way he dies. It's just, there's no buildup. It's very, um, just... Cut and done. Just, yeah, well, he's dead. You know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I that's so that's I like it because there's there is no build up to it. It's not uh, this big thing. It's just well, fuck, you know. So many
0: fucking great kills in this marathon. Um, the uh, your yours uh, with the the cold kill, you know, is great. Um, the uh, the Marvin kill in Pulp Fiction's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, so many great kills. I'm going with Inglorious Bastards, and I'm going uh, with the Revenge of Giant Face. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. I couldn't come up with a better kill than Shoshana burning down her cinema like to the mm-hmm. fucking ground with Hitler and his entire party in the fucking theater. Um with um explosive like film reels. I might have yeah, yeah. so fucking meta, so cool. And uh, her giant face on the big screen is so freaky. Like we watched we watched when right yeah, you guys yeah, really. came over and I'm like can you imagine being fucking Germans in this theater, right? Yeah. And you know you're watching this, uh, this 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 movie, and all of a sudden Shoshana's face appears on the screen, black and white, and you know then it starts fucking going up in flames, and she's like, "I'm Shoshana," you know. It's like yeah. you know
3: you were looking at the this Jew, is the face of Jewish vengeance, yeah, ven- yeah. <laughs>
0: Jewish vengeance that's gonna kill you. And then you know the, uh, you see that face, that projection through the fire through the smoke yeah it's so fucking and she's creepy. just laughing that's yeah. what i like about yeah. it. she's laughing <laughs> and then the bastards come in with their fucking guns and they shoot fucking like germans like it's fish in a barrel yeah
3: it's so i great. love that i love that they are like donnie for example he's so into firing at them it's like he forgets that there's dynamite on his fucking leg uh, like yeah. he's just so into fucking killing nazis yeah. that he's just like well you know just forgets about it yeah. um so one of the things i do i will Inglourious mean, Bass is not my favorite Tarantino uh-huh. film, but I do like that. So, so really, what the film is about is about like how German prop. It's about German propaganda yeah, yeah. films, you know what I mean, and how that was like, you know, sort of what gave rise to the Nazi Party. It's it's like just they're frighteningly like effective yeah. at showing, you know, sort of building up Hitler and like, and so I I, I love that. The the whole point of Inglorious Bastards is like well if 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 a fil- if films can bring the Nazi party up uh-huh. then films can bring the Nazi party down. And that's kind of meta. You know? and and like, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah, cool. cool. Like, yeah,
0: and I do like um the uh, David Bowie's Cat People. Like yeah, that's like sets, yeah. sets yeah. up that kill. Mm. Yeah. It's, and that's one of my favorite uses of music too in a Tarantino movie.
3: It is really good.
0: Yeah. All right, so that takes us to what the fuck. All right, cousin Wayne, what is your what the fuck? Uh, mine
2: goes to Jackie Brown. I just uh, there's a commercial in the background. Going on the TV, I, I, I never noticed it the first time, but if you look close and you listen, this guy is beating the shit out of a woman with a rolled up newspaper and just yeah. yelling, read the paper, read the fucking paper! <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that your number one? Yes. Okay. Let's, uh, that's, 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 no, I like that. That's, uh, that uh, commercial <laughs> always cracks. Is it a commercial or a movie?
3: I, I think it's I a I fucking movie, right? I think it's a movie. I think it is read a movie. Read the fucking you know. paper! Yeah. And, uh, do you guys have I mean, any runner-ups? the shit, yeah, I got a few.
0: Okay, uh, runner-ups now. I, I don't really
1: have many. Uh, like uh, uh, just in general for Tarantino, just like the looseness of using the N word in every <laughs> movie for like no reason. Like certainly in Django Unchained, it should be used because you're a time period piece using that. but Like. Why does Tarantino have to say it in Pulp Fiction? Like, like there well, are just times where it's just like, I'm just saying this to say it. Not because I think he's a racist, but, like, just wanting to be like, look at the shock value of me well, saying the N-word. I, now, some, some of it, I,
3: I do think that he does. I think the whole hillbilly rape dungeon thing is a little mm-hmm. bit for shock value, <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, but also, I mean, I've heard him talk about this a few t- It's like, look, like... I'm writing characters that are that are from Inglewood and fucking Compton and fucking that's how motherfuckers talk in Inglewood and Compton. You know, and frankly it's the way people talk in fucking Monticello. Sure. So, you know what I mean? Like I don't necessarily have a problem with that. However, I'm also not black and I wouldn't what? I wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like it doesn't strike me there but they're, you know, obviously we were having I had this conversation with people at work and they were like, you know. Like there's a, a a black man at work that I talked to about it, and he was saying, you know, like I, I really like Django, but it's it's complicated for me. You know what I mean? Like, like fuck, sure. man. I I guess it would be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, it's not complicated for me, but I can see how that would you'd have to reconcile that. Like, any other reps for you? Well, yeah, one of them was just the the yeah, kind of the racism thing where um, he's constantly accused of being a racist and a sexist. I mean, Sam Jackson said like, uh, you know. He puts Samuel Jackson in he, every fucking movie. Samuel Jackson, it's like Samuel Jack- the inwards drop. It's me saying, right. and you know, and, and he said, like, look, you know, here is what I always tell everybody is like, anytime that he puts me in a film, I am always basically the smartest guy yeah. in, the, in the movie, mm-hmm. the guy that's got all the shit together, the one who's like running shit, and like, I don't, he's just like a racist wouldn't do that, yeah, you know what I mean, sure. like, um, so that's just kind of just piggybacking off mm-hmm. of yours. One, one of the ones that's a runner up for me is like. Butch wakes up in the hotel, and he's like, "Okay, it's nine o'clock. the The train gives like at eleven. Okay. All that shit happens two hours. So I'm gonna flip the fuck out about the watch. Drive back into town. Get, kill Vincent. Drive my car out. Get in an accident. Get fucking get in the hillbilly rape dungeon." <laughs> Kill hillbillies, hillbillies, reconcile with Marcellus Wallace, steal Zed's chopper, drive back to the motel, and then still have time to be like, it's not a motorcycle, it's a chopper. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, you've got two fucking hours. There's no way. Like, you know what I mean? I don't Um, know how far away it is from where they're staying, but I would imagine a ways. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be staying... Nearby where everyone's looking for it. you, I'd imagine it's anyway. That's one of the things that kind of fuck it. That's a runner up for me. Okay, uh,
0: one of my runner ups is why didn't fucking Dr. King just shake Candy's hand? That's the great yeah. thing about that Dude, movie. I've read so many, so I've been split on this. So there's two things. Um, I'm gonna get into the other one um, here pretty soon, but there's two things that always ruins Django for me. And this time I actually looked it up to see if anybody else had a problem with it as well. And because I just felt like I was a little weird. We've talked about this, yeah. you know, a couple times. And one of them was, you know, shake Calvin's hand because it's just such a petty gesture that could have gotten in the way of everyone's safety. You know, because mm-hmm. he gets Broom Hilda and uh, or he gets um, Django, you know, he spent all this, uh, all fucking winter bounty hunting with him, so he can get the money, so they can get all the way over here. And then he gets uh, just a fucking handshake. That's all there is, is a handshake to get him out the fucking door. But... And, and then they can go, you know, fucking live happily ever after. This is nope. the best thing
3: about King, though. So He's I, a sore I, fucking loser. So,
0: That's, based on what? Have you ever seen him lose ever in Django? No, but he doesn't. That's the thing. That's, he yeah. doesn't
3: lose. This is the time he gets best. This game. is the time he... And he just can't fucking let it go. See, he didn't yeah. lose. He won. He gets caught out. He gets caught out. But I think if you want to
0: fuck over Calvin, I think there's a better way to do it instead of pulling out a pistol and blowing him away. Because you know what? I'm sorry, but Hilda and Django are dead. They should be fucking dead right here, you know? Yeah. He almost gets his dick cut off, you yeah. know? The only way he didn't be is because someone wants him to go off with the fucking Australians, you know?
3: Um. This is one of those things where I'm just like, come on, man, shake his fucking hand. Well, that's what, I think that's what's great about it uh, because obviously, go shake his fucking hand. But I mean like, so he they're sitting there in the parlor and he's thinking about it. He's thinking about how, like you know, this kid, this guy getting fucking ripped to death by dogs and he's like, look, I you know, yeah, he fuck he got us, but like, I'm gonna give him this little fucking barb about Alexander Dumas being yeah. black. You know what I mean? And you know so because there, there he
0: kind of wins there. Though, you know he what kinda, I'm saying? Yeah,
3: he kind of he kind of wins there. And he and he's like he's at that point he's like, all right, I got him back. You know what I mean? So if nothing else, like I prove that he's a dumbass in front of all of his fucking friends. You know, what I, mean? I because Candy in that scene isn't that more really, shaking his hand though? Well, so Candy's running his fucking mouth uh-huh. until he makes that point, and then Candy shuts the fuck up. And so I think that at that point King is like, okay, like. We're, we're cool, I got this. But then, but that's the great thing is they keep escalating Now, now fucking Candy can't let it fucking go. So is that worth Broomhilda and Django's life? No. No, no, no. But I'm saying be, 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 that's what's great about the character. So that's what's what, that's what I, think I think anybody well, would tell you, yeah, obviously, but he can't fucking let so, it but go. But he's so calculated. That's his flaw.
0: He's so calculated. I think that he would come up with another plan to fucking poison him in his sleep or some shit. You know? I, I think there's a better way to handle it than
3: just oh, fucking there's a million. Yeah. but that's what's so good about it, Brad. I, I, no, I could opinion. I
0: could handle it if there was if we saw uh, some kinks in his armor, if you would, earlier in the movie. But he doesn't, you know, he fucking wins and I think he still wins. I think he wins at the end here, but he puts everyone's safety yeah. you know in danger. So I think I always like it doesn't it doesn't work for me. Um so that takes us to more runner ups, Kyle?
1: I don't have any more runner ups. What'd you think really? of
2: that? Oh yeah I thought it was bullshit.
3: <laughs> I like it I, I just think I just think it's cool Um, y- You said no more? Yeah I don't have any more I runners. just have a couple Um, So Django and Broomhelda Are meant to be The ancestors of John Shaft I
0: like that Yeah you that's that. cool
3: That's why her name's like Broomhelda Von Shaft Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, That's fucking cool I didn't know that <laughs> no. I didn't, I mean, they, oh, I didn't talk know that about. Either, I shouldn't. just saw it in like A list of things uh-huh. You might not know You know I was like Oh that's cool as fuck <laughs>
0: Another uh, runner-up for me is uh, Reservoir Dogs, and it's like nobody tells Mister Orange to put pressure on his wound. Yeah. <laughs> he's like bleeding out this whole time, and they're all professionals. I get maybe like maybe the the opening one night with Harvey mm-hmm. Keitel's character. Mm-hmm. It's like he's bleeding out in the back with his arms all over the place. You know, he's like looking in the rear view He's like, "You're gonna be okay. You yeah. put pressure on the fucking wound. You yeah. know, his arms are up like all over the place. It's like Jesus I'm fucking dying. What well, put pressure on your fucking wound? You're bleeding out, you dumb fuck." But uh, it's like, you know, maybe maybe he didn't get it, right? But you have like six or seven professionals that are all right. in this warehouse. Mm-hmm. It's like one person. Just say, even the cop. Yeah, yeah. You might want to put pressure on your wound. <laughs> <room.
1: laughs> it's just like, what the fuck's going on here? Uh, that, that's one of my run like, I do have another run-up from that, kind of in the same uh-huh. vein, but like the corn syrup they use to like make all that blood and shit, like... Tim Roth had to lay in that for hours at a time and would just have to be, like, pried off the floor every oh. night because it was just, like, he was just fucking glued to the floor with, like, <laughs> red corn syrup. Like, he would have to fucking eat his lunch laying in that spot oh. they would bring him food, and he would just have to sit there and just fucking eat it.
3: <laughs> Any other runner-ups? No, just my my main.
0: Okay. Um, I have one more. Um, actually, two, but we've already talked about it. Um, well, actually, so three, but one's real quick. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's cameo in Django fucking what sucks what a terrible so, so, accent it sucks attempt so to everything australian it doesn't work for me um and then we've already brought up to uh uh the fucking ving rames getting fucked she, the sex you, put, you
1: put paul hogan in that role give give somebody <laughs> even, like revitalize paul hogan's career by putting him in yeah
3: so that, i don't like a lot of tarantino cameos i think yeah. that it's almost every time but maybe the worst character what do you think some? the best cameo is probably i think fiction. the best cameo pulp, pulp fiction Probably. It, if so. I'm if I'm counting straight cameos, he kind of makes a cameo in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know the they go into uh, what's the name of the restaurant at the end of the movie the uh, uh, L fucking something uh, the, the uh, taco the, the sure, Mexican sure. restaurant. They're yeah. like, oh hey, they're doing a, pr- a premiere at the at the the porno theater oh, yeah. that Tarantino owns oh, yeah, that oh. theater like yeah, that's yeah. his yeah. theater like yeah. so it's not not really a Tarantino cameo but it's like. Kind Not, of a yeah, nod to himself, nod <laughs> to himself. yeah.
0: Uh, one more runner-up, and that is, uh, you and I talked about this today, Cousin Wayne, and it's Jackie Brown. And uh, I've always had a problem, like, I love Jackie Brown, mm-hmm. and then I think we talked about this in our, uh, the three-way we did, the Black Boy Station three-way, but, um, so for years I've had this problem where, you know, the cops are, you know, um, very on top of their game, you know, they're working with Jackie Brown to bring down, you know, um, Ordell, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end here, they know, they know something is up. And this is 1997, 1996, right? Um, You think it would be protocol when there's like half a million dollars at stake to check the fucking security cameras at the mall? Mm -hmm. You know, you would see fucking uh, Max Cherry walking out with this all this fucking money, and then you would get that money back, or you know, it just seems like it would be protocol, and it always bothers me. Actually, I was watching it with my wife, and my wife paused it because she's like, "Well, are there security cameras here?" And it's hard to see. I don't. you you can make an argument that there isn't any mm-hmm. security cameras, but this is fucking 1996, 97. Yeah. There right? should be. And she yeah. goes, I think there's a camera. And she pointed it out. You know, we couldn't tell for 100. percent But there's 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 fucking security cameras. It's a mall. It's a mall. There's, it's a mall. It's a mall. It's a yeah. mall you know, it's gonna be grainy. And no one brings but, it
1: up. No one brings yeah. it up.
0: So, runner up.
1: So that takes us to our number one.
0: You already gave yours.
1: Yeah. Uh, my actual winner is from Pulp Fiction, and she says. Come on, don't be a square. And it's a nice fucking rectangle. God damn it! It always fucking bothers me. Like, don't be a square. Big fucking rectangle. Like yeah. And then like it's it's if you don't draw the lines on it, it's still like it's still clearly a yeah. rectangle, but like it's way it more so than if like, you don't fucking highlight how fucking wrong she is that it's a square. Yeah. Ugh that bothers me. Um
3: So I this is like this is one of those things I read uh, where it was, so it's about, it's about, um, Reservoir Dogs. They have that scene in the beginning where Tarantino is talking about like a virgin, mm-hmm. you know, and like, it's about a dude with a big dick, you know what I mean? And it's about, and he's fucking her and it hurts, <laughs> you know? And, uh, so apparently Madonna was a big fan of the film and she wrote to Quentin Tarantino and she wrote him a letter that said, to Quentin it's not about dick, it's about love. <laughs> Madonna. <laughs> like, <laughs> just that she felt the need to just write in and be like, just so you know, it's not about dick. <laughs> That's funny. Nice.
0: Man, my number one, I'll probably get a little bit of a kickback for, but I'm, I'm going with Django Unchained again, and it's uh, for the uh, convoluted plot. Um, I think there's a better plan than Mandingo fighting. Um, I think, because you know, they offered to pay, I think it was like, what, $15,000 for yeah. the, the Mandingo. And uh, I don't... So my problem is Dr. King is German. You mm-hmm. know, um, and they already know that there's a German slave. Yeah. So, as, as, as eccentric as Dr. King is, I think that he could go right in there. Okay. And they've already got, they have more than enough money. I think, yeah, all you have to do is get his attention. All right. And I think you could still get his attention by offering, I think the house slaves were going for like, you know, 500 bucks or something yeah. like that. Go in there, and Django has 10,000. Right. I think just from over <laughs> the fucking winter. Mm-hmm. And so, just go in there and offer fucking 6,000. Yeah. Because you're a German. And you haven't spoke to anybody in German, your fucking your 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 native tongue, for years. Captain McCanny is a businessman. Yeah, there's no reason he wouldn't accept. that. Yeah, and it's like, hey, I I want to speak, you know, I want want companionship, you know, from a German, you know, someone who speaks German, you know, that'd mean a lot to me. I'll give you six thousand, you know, for this for this slave. I I think that plan would work, and. I love Tarantino, but you said at the beginning here, Cousin Wayne, that sometimes he gets a little too wordy and his yeah. scenes get a little bit too long, and I agree with that, and I, I'm a huge, he's my favorite director of all time, but I think this is a case right here where it's just overriding and it's just like, come on, even, you know, one of my, fa- it almost got my favorite quote because DiCaprio was talking to Steven in the fucking, the, the, uh, the, the parlor, uh, parlor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, them time wasting
1: sons of bitches. Right. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah.
0: fucking hey," because we, we could be done with this movie by yeah. now he yeah. yeah. just went in there and fucking offered. I know that that's, you know, doesn't make an interesting movie, sure. but then you just need to create some kind of obstacles later and, and just, you know, I would like at yeah. least Django to come up. And yeah. say something like, that plan kind of sucks, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah. we're going to do this because this is just how I do things. You know, I like fooling people. That would be even mm-hmm. fine. But anyway, I have a huge problem with that, so. I agree with you. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Um, that takes us to our next category, which is, ah, oh, this will be fun. Yeah. Best score or soundtrack, as I'm like.
2: Uh, all of Tarantino's films have a great soundtrack. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, to boil it down, it came to a personal preference, which one that I like the best, yep. and that's Jackie Brown.
0: Nice. Cool. What was your favorite use of music out of all the
2: movies? Uh, uh that uh, strawberry letters, I, I think it was, letter uh, twenty three, yeah, letter twenty three. What <laughs> they're playing that it's just so nonchalantly like uh, pulls into the direct yard. bam, so good, and it's just chipper little kind of you know toe touching soul uh-huh. whatever uh, song going on while he does it. It works so fun. It's it one does, of my
0: favorites. Yeah. It's in my top five. It might be my fucking favorite use it, of music. It, yeah.
1: Uh, for me, it is K Billy Radio from Reservoir nice. Dogs. I love that there is that running theme. Of just, just music and like it plays and you get the incredible Steeler's Wheel you know, stuck in the middle scene, yeah. which is like just one of the more iconic moments in, in just like music mm-hmm. kind of in a film ever. Um, and and again, I just love that that running theme of like, hey, we're taking it back old school. You know, it's Stephen Wright's like very monotone voice throughout this whole thing. Music just plays like a, a huge part. They talk about like a virgin like we brought up, you know, the night the lights went out in Georgia, like they, yeah. they talk about music, music just plays a big part in the film you're wrong Kyle <laughs> <laughs> no it does he said no these soundtracks are so fucking good. no but yeah, yeah and it's it's just the, that ear cutting scene with yeah. like this happy poppy little fun yeah. song and like yeah. a dude being like maimed is yeah. just fucking beautiful you
0: motherfuckers could drop Django and Glorious and I'd still be like you know, you Django's main theme is fucking dope dude, as but, shit
3: yeah it is I don't so I I don't own a lot like I don't buy soundtracks usually but I own a lot of these soundtracks you know what I mean I listen to the Django Unchained soundtrack a lot I think the Django Unchained soundtrack is amazing it's great I don't love the way it's used in the film a lot of the times I think that they they set up too many moments that are just feel like music video moments in in my opinion uh, going into this I would have said Reservoir Dogs probably or Jackie Brown but dude like. I've been fucking listening days listening to fucking soundtracks, <laughs> and I, th- I think, Pulp Fiction might have the best soundtrack of all time. Hmm. I think I literally, I literally think that might be the case.
1: Nice. I think it's
3: the, I think it might be the best soundtrack of all time.
1: Man. I mean, girl, you'll be a woman soon is a fucking. Oh weird my song. God, where yeah. she's
3: Shooting up I, the heroin. I, and I just can't, like, oh. I can't get enough of it, man.
1: I love it's, a, it's a, just a
3: great. One of the things I love about Reservoir Dogs is that it's all the whole the whole movie yeah. is basically set to just what's on the radio the sounds mm-hmm. of the 70s or whatever and there's a lot of that in Pulp fiction as well but there's also even when it's even when it's score like even when it's um John Travolta driving in the car they're they're playing music and they're playing a song in the background but it's score it's, he's not listening to it on the radio it's still score yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean but it's just it's just that California surf rock. You know, really? fucking, oh, it's so good. It just feels like '90s California. I, I, I would have a hard time ever making a movie in that setting and not just copying yeah. the sound. I don't know how you could. It's I, how you couldn't. It's just.
0: Yeah, every, every, one of these, every one of these soundtracks are, are fucking great. Uh, we brought up the Django theme. Um, Django, you know, whatever with Django, but man, when that Django theme comes on, mm. it's like, Django!
1: You're oh, like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah, man. I mean, that's like straight up Western, yeah, like classic. Yeah, so good. They,
3: they got shit in Django where like, I can't remember the name of the song, uh, "Looking for Freedom" or something. Where, uh, like, yeah, the, the the percussion in the beginning is like the the clanking of chains. Damn. on You know, like that's fucking that shit's on point. Yeah. <laughs> like- so so many great uh, you know pieces
0: of music or you know uh, or songs. David Bowie's uh, "Cat" song, yeah, yeah. "Inglorious Bastards" is so fucking good. 110th Street. Uh, yours, yeah. Yours, yours is fucking solid, uh, cousin Wayne. Strawberry Letter Twenty uh, Twenty Three. Uh, so many great songs. Um, I'm playing this one safe. <laughs> all right i'm out of ties okay so um if i have to pick one gun to my fucking dick hole all right i'm going pulp fiction yeah all right uh you get surf music you get rock and roll soul pop i mean uh, jungle boogie it's like yeah. right when that comes on you're like i'm sold son of a preacher man uh chuck Berry's that uh, you never can tell mm. you know all of you guys give that great uh the best location you know yeah that that when they get up on that dance floor and that's that's playing and they're moving to that it's so fucking awesome I don't know if it's the best, all right. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best, but it's just as good as any of these other soundtracks. Planet Safe, Gone, Pulp Fiction.
1: <laughs> yeah, we didn't even mention miserlou which is like fucking yeah, yeah. totally revitalized that song, yeah. which yeah. like no one fucking like knew about, and then it became like used all the fucking he time was, in 90s movies. It's, and it's shit. like
3: I like it because it's so vibrant, like in your face. It feels yeah. like an uh, Inoya Morricone sort of rock and roll type song. You know, mm-hmm. there's so much energy, and like that's what really gets you into the into the film, man. Like.
0: All right, cousin Wayne, are you ready for
2: best quote? Uh, mine came from Reservoir Dogs. Let's not suck each other's dicks just yet. <laughs> I do. Whenever way. things start to go good for me, I get that quote in my head. It's like you need to check your shit, Wayne. Spartan, yeah, yeah. Because it ain't over yet. That's a nice
1: quote. <laughs> um, there's, I mean, this is such a fucking hard yeah. category. I mean, he's known for his scripts and the way that he does he does all of his dialogue. Um, I I'm just throw a couple runner ups out. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bruce Lee. My hands are registered as lethal weapons. <laughs> we get into a fight, I accidentally kill you, I go to jail. Anybody accidentally kills anybody in a fight, they get in jail. It's like called manslaughter. <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, I love um, uh, it, one of the uh, more underlay. Uh, pulp fiction is like so fucking quotable, and one of the most uh, underappreciated lines comes from Jules Wayne. He goes, if my answers frighten you, then you should cease asking scary questions. Yeah! <laughs> it's a fucking great line that, like, never gets, like, the, the love it deserves. Uh, fucking Aldo Rain's big monologue about scalping Nazis is, like, one of the fucking, like, perennial, like, fucking scenes. But I'm going with Reservoir Dogs and it's, uh, Mr. Blonde joking around saying, Hey, Joe, you want me to shoot this guy? And Mr. White goes, you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's good>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cool the way he says it. Like it's like menacing, but they're like having a good fun time before yeah. shit yeah. actually starts to go down. Since you're
0: on oh. Reservoir Dogs, I want to throw one out there because I don't think it's gonna be your number one. But I love when Michael Matson goes. He tells Harvey Keitel, you know, "Yeah, you're gonna bark all day. You gonna bite?
3: You gonna bite? Takes P- a drink. Tell day. me
0: that wouldn't piss you <laughs> the fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> all right, what's your number one?
3: I have, I have a tie. Ooh, so it is my second. second tie. Um, so a lot of what I like about Tarantino film is the, is the dialogue. You know what I mean? And it's not the big. It's not the, the path of the righteous man shit. It's not uh, that shit. It's the it's the little like things that you would use almost in everyday conversations. You know, like so I said before how like Reservoir Dogs is one of the films that I grew up watching. It was like one of the. It was probably it was probably my first favorite movie. You know, um, so like being a kid and watch this movie and it's uh when Orange is, is like explaining. Who Joe is, uh-huh. and they're like, they're like, like in Fantastic Four, he's like the, the thing. thing. The, the motherfucker fucking... looks just oh. like the thing, awesome. <laughs> like, and so like it's. I know that's like not even. It's like it's such a fucking whatever mm-hmm. line, but because of that line, my entire life as I read comics, uh-huh. the thing sounds like <laughs> Joe. You know what I mean? Like, it uh-huh. sounds like that guy, and that's and every time I see him, every time I watch the movie, I'm like, that motherfucker does look like the thing. <laughs> like, he really fucking does. Like, um. So yeah, it's just one of those things that's just colored my perception of other things throughout Uh, my whole life. So that one, and then the other one that just like kept going over quotes, and it said every time I got to this one, I just fucking just died, and it's the fucking, it's when the Manson family, so it's in Hollywood, it's when the Manson family breaks in, and and fucking (laughs) Cliff is like, are you real? And Tex is like... I'm as real as a donut, motherfucker. Yeah,
0: that's a funny line. <laughs> like, man.
3: I'm as real as a donut. motherfucker. I'm as real as a donut, motherfucker. Because <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the fuck no, that means, great. and it's just like and I cliff can imagine. Mean, cliff is yeah. like, what? I can imagine being like just fucked up on acid and being like, "This dude's got to fuck. I'm gonna do some devil shit." And he's like, "I'm as real as the. I'm as real I'm as really a donut," and he's like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, "That's, that's cool. a great. All right." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna piggyback off that a little bit. I uh,
1: I do love that quote where he goes, he
0: goes, "I'm the devil and I'm gonna do some devil shit." That is some funny stuff, man. And then, um, which is
1: what the guy actually said before he killed Sharon <laughs> Tate in real life, yeah. too. Right? Yeah.
0: Um, another one, uh, runner-up is that I've mentioned it before. Dude. I've been saying it all fucking week. It's like, so I miss you. Like I miss a rock in my shoe. <laughs> dude, I've been saying that all fucking week. Um, but I'm going, and this is very. Very uninspired pick, okay? But Two I love, in a row from you? I love That's it. I fucking like love it, though. And it's um, Ezekiel 25, 17. <laughs> and you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon me. And you know why he says it? It's just a cool thing to say before you cap a motherfucker.
3: I love I thought it was some cold shit to it's say, It's just man. cold shit, man. And it's like it's, it, he, he gets a... <laughs> the,
0: the longer he says, like he starts off real, like he's just quoting the Bible, yeah. and then it gets... He he's gets so into into it gets heavy yeah. and thicker, like it's like have oh, been just a bomb. and no one can deliver like Samuel L. Jackson. did. Yeah. It, like it's a fucking um, I think it's Infinity War, right? It's on his tombstone. Mm-hmm. It's in one of the in one of the Marvel movies. I, yeah, I think, I it's think it
3: is. War. Yeah, I love that scene too because as he's doing it, it's one of those things you don't notice, but like as as he's beginning the speech, you, you can see Vincent in the background. And he gets his gun out because yeah. he knows he you knows. know what I mean. Like <laughs> it's so good, it's just so subtle. Just yeah. you know that you see him get the gun and he's like, all right, and he yeah. just stands there.
0: Like. And I love everything <laughs> leading up to it, like say. What, big say big what, again, say what again, say what one more goddamn time. I double-dogged Does David. he look like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> do they speak what? Or do
3: they speak English why what? Is he bold? Oh, Does uh,
0: he look like a bitch? <laughs> I fucking love that. And uh, yeah, something else, like this that? isn't uh, really connected, but it's the same scene. I love thinking about the briefcase. Like mm-hmm. what's in the briefcase? You know, is, is it yeah, gold or you know, is it fucking money? And yellow light bulbs. Yeah, no, but yeah. Is it, but have you heard the, uh, the theory behind it? Yeah, the soul thing. The, the soul thing, soul, and you have a um on uh, uh, fucking Marcellus. Marnell's, well, yeah, Marcellus's neck. I'm like, that's cool. I just like thinking about that shit. I think, yeah, and I
3: think I think it's cool that they never say what because, it because it's just a it's just whatever. It's yeah. it, you know, it doesn't you know, it's fun to talk about. Yeah. But it's
0: I can't yeah. wait to hear this one, guys. Best screenplay.
3: I went with Jackie Brown.
2: Nice. I, I do. I, do. I, I love all the characters. They're, they're all well-written. Uh, I love the whole, who's going to get to this fucking money first? You know, you've got, you know, uh, Odell trying to do his thing. You got, you know, uh, Max and um, Jackie trying to get to it. And everybody's trying to get to it all under the ATF's nose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just a beautifully written story.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, this one came down to two different movies for me. Um and it came down to uh, Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction, and I think there are just enough scenes in Pulp Fiction that are just, I don't know, too long-winded or whatever mm-hmm. that just brings it down a little bit on the screenplay side, so that's why I'm going Reservoir Dogs. I think it's it's snappy, like, every scene makes sense, like, it's it, it was the first one to kind of break that narrative mold, I mean, obviously it was his first, like, main film, so it breaks that mold, but, like... It's it's really quotable, it's it's lines, the story is like just very simple but very solid, it all yeah. just fucking runs together and makes sense, you know? know, like, even, and we start off with the, the Like a Virgin scene, which is just like, it becomes that, that trademark of Tarantino because that scene is just like, I'm just spinning the camera around, we're talking about songs, we're talking about right. not tipping waitresses and shit like that, and it's all just so fucking well-constructed.
3: Uh, I agree with you. That's uh, yeah. I had the, the same sort of process in my head. It was like, well, I really, I really, I want to say Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. I really want to say Pulp Fiction. But if I think about it, a lot of the things that Pulp Fiction does in however fucking long Pulp Fiction is. Reservoir Dogs does just as well in an hour and a half. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it, you still get all those... You get to know these characters even though you spend vastly less time with them. Mm-hmm. They might only have a few lines or even just looks that they give or whatever, but it's, it's so, Reservoir Dogs, I think, accomplishes so much with so, with so little in comparison. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, it's Reservoir Dogs. Nice,
0: Another hard category, guys.
3: Yeah. Um, it was between Reservoir Dogs and Jackie
0: Brown. I ended up going with Jackie Brown. Okay. So, yeah. it's based on the novel Rum Punch by Elmore mm-hmm. Leonard. Um, this is Tarantino's first adaptation, unless you're counting uh, Ripping Off City on Fire <laughs> for Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I mean, he rips off a lot of things yeah, does, every works. movie he's yeah, ever funny, done. But. So, but he changed the race of the main character. It was uh, originally going to be a, a white blonde chick. I cannot imagine Jackie Brown being this white blonde haired girl. Yeah, yeah. doing so it, it, That sounds uninteresting to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, so, just, just changing it up. Um, I think this also feels a little bit more restrained. I think it feels a little bit tighter. You know, like, like I agree with you where Tarantino can get a little wordy. And he can, some scenes go um, a little you mm-hmm. know longer than what they should. And I think, I think his dialogue sometimes is his best of Tarantino and the worst of Tarantino. And I think uh, everything's just a little bit tighter here because it's an adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see him tackle another adaptation and see, you know, what it looks like. But yeah, I think this is a great mixture of the author's voice, which I haven't read. Okay, I haven't read Jackie Brown, but you can tell it's someone else's voice. Okay. With Tarantino on top of it. And it just feels tighter to me. So mm-hmm. I'm going with Jackie Brown for adaptation.
2: All right. Special Next Achievement, anyway. uh, Special Achievement. I, uh, something we talked about earlier. I want to give it to uh, Once Upon a Time in the West for the, the realism of Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's fucking amazing. Like you said, yeah, the, the cars just all the way down, there, they've all got that, that, you know, that late 60s look, all the billboards, all the stores. It, you He recreated a whole fucking city and a big fucking city too. Yeah. You know, just really impressive how he did that.
1: Uh, mine is, uh, one of the other things we didn't talk about earlier when we are like, what do you think of anything Tarantino is his ability to revitalize a career for someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, Harvey Keitel and Joe Tierney, like these old guys that hadn't done a lot of movies, uh, <laughs> John Travolta, Robert Forrester, and then also like creating new stars like Christoph Waltz. And oh, I yeah. think Margaret Qualley plays a uh, pussycat and once upon a time in Hollywood, she's going to do some shit. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I you know, I thought about this I's like what career benefited the most from being in a Tarantino movie and it's John Travolta and Pulp mm. Fiction. Like, he was doing jack shit. Like, he had done, yeah. you know, Grease and Welcome Back, Cotter, and th- then his career was basically done. Like, no one wanted to fucking hire him for anything. Does Pulp Fiction and then spends the rest of the 90s yeah. just fucking killing it yeah. with, with being in a big mm. Can you imagine one movie year? just
0: open the floodgates? I mm. mean, fucking, uh, yeah. I remember, uh, was it Phenomenon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did he that. Did that. Michael, Michael. He became of an action Broken star. Air Michael, like yeah. Shortfush. Or- yeah, uh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He was all over the fucking place. Like mm-hmm. You couldn't go to a theater mm-hmm. in the 90s without seeing like two or three John Travolta movies a year, and they were all pretty pretty successful. Mm-hmm. What?
2: Yeah. Battlefield yeah. Earth? Uh, Battlefield <laughs> Earth, yeah. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was in theaters. It had John Travolta. Dude, I forgot about that one. And <laughs> then his career died. It was amazing. Yeah, shit. No
3: uh,. I'm with you, Wayne. Uh, this nice. recreating old Hollywood just blows my fucking mind, man. Um, your best location. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to give it. The, it was one of those things where it was like, I want to give it best location, but like, and not, I kind not of, a of fumbled things at the like, <laughs> But I can, I can. It is a special achievement for sure, man. Like I just, I can't get over it, man. Like the first time I saw it, the first time I saw the film, I was really impressed by it. But I was also just taking in the whole film, you know. The second time, I could really just sit down and just appreciate all the work that went into it. Like you said, like it's. It's not tight shots, man. It's it's like a yeah. big long mm-hmm. fucking shot of the whole street, um, and they spent a lot of time driving. Honestly, I yeah. mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of time just spent in the car with Cliff, and it's a it's fucking great, man. It's not even it's, that.
0: It's like traffic lights, traffic you know, and, light, and signage, man. It's and there's yeah, of, yeah, there's a whole man. scene I
3: think where just it's like it's nighttime and all the lights are turning on, yeah, you know, and it's fucking gorgeous, yeah.
0: I'm going with Jackie Brown and I'm going with the progressive casting of Pam Greer. Oh, yeah. um, oh, I just nice. read an article from Time magazine that was about how many times a woman talked in Tarantino movies. It's pretty much just Time magazine trying to stay relevant. You know, it's mm. fucking completely ridiculous. Like has anybody seen Kill Bill? It's like right. that's a strong female character. Um, I don't know how many lines she has, but who gives a shit? She's like one of the biggest badasses, you know, mm. for, when you're talking about female characters, yeah. you know? And the same with Jackie Brown. I mean, who was uh, doing, a, you know, casting Pam Greer? Who's, who was casting black, strong female yeah, uh, actors? Who was writing strong black female characters in 96, 97, you know? And this movie, she like I said earlier, she dupes the man, dupes the cops, dupes the gangster, and then rides off into the sunset. I mean, I think Jackie Brown was a completely ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. I think she should have even won um, Best Actress. She should have been the first black actress to win um, fucking Best Actress at the Academy Awards. And she got completely fucking snubbed there. Robert De Niro gets an Oscar nomination. Right. But she doesn't even get nominated for her work in Jackie Brown. It's
3: the same. People don't... That's the thing. When you ask people about Tarantino films, nobody talks about Jackie Brown. It's completely unappreciated. I think it's it's criminally underrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm
0: going with Jackie Brown for strong black female representation. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, best supporting cousin
2: not Uh, it's kind of an odd one, but I went with uh, *Pulp Fiction*. Harvey Keitel. Mm. Uh, the, the Wolf is only in it for a very, very brief period of time, but I I, I love how he acted that out. You know, I fix shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, just how the detail. Does there any left turn? Certain signals. Yada yada. I drive fast. You keep up with me. Wow. I, I wanted to see more of that. You know, yeah. the further adventures of Wolf. You know,
3: in, in any in any other marathon he would have been like my best character <laughs> you know what i mean like just because there's so many good characters but like that i love there's that type of character in a lot of things like in breaking bad there's that there's the guy mike, mike is yeah. very yeah. similar to the, the type cleaner. character. just yeah. the cleaner guy like i just love that
0: and i love harvey Keitel, but as a from from an acting standpoint i think anybody could have played the wolf mm-hmm. you know um sure. i don't think he brought anything to the role specifically mm. but i do like the character a lot right
1: on right on yeah uh, you know, there's a lot of great choices here. Uh, I Tim Roth as Mr. Orange is fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, DiCaprio and Django Unchained. Uh, I really like Mike Mo as Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time <laughs> in Hollywood. That guy's fucking great. Um, but even as great as all those people are, it's Christoph Waltz in Inglourious mm-hmm. Bastards. I like that is one of the greatest like performances in the last like 20 years to oh. me for for a backup character. He's he is someone that just no one knew who the fuck he was, and he came in that opening scene just fucking fucking stole it jesus like Christ. from the you're just like oh my this is one of the best characters i've ever seen on a fucking screen I and mean, who know. the fuck is this guy and like you talk about he's, he's speaking in german he's speaking in french he's speaking in english like mixing all that italian mixing all of, that, mixing yeah, all of yeah. that stuff together being able to just give off those like creepy vibes like the entire you're you're unsettled anytime that he's mm-hmm. on screen yeah. like uh uh, I get that feeling when I watch the town with Jeremy Renner. Just every time he's in a scene, you're like, ah, I feel really uncomfortable yeah. right now. Like, and this is ten times that. Like, he's yeah. just so fucking good, so menacing, yeah. so restrained. Like, that's that's the best part of it because anybody else could have played this, you know, a little like looser yeah. and crazier, but he plays it sat back and very quiet yeah. and and nice, and then ramps himself up when he needs to get. Yeah, it.
0: I'm gonna use this as a great example. One of my biggest problems with Hollywood is, you know, like when Tarantino. Tarantino creates people, right? Mm-hmm. And he shows you people that you've never seen actors, right? Mm. And, like, you look at Christoph Waltz, he's so fucking amazing. I really wish he would have used somebody that we weren't familiar with. Yeah. You know, and gave us one of those huge fucking performances out of nowhere, like Christoph Waltz in Inglourious. Like, he didn't yeah. create anybody, I don't think, in Hollywood,
1: mm-hmm. you know, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But. Well, I think I think that was kind of like. Well, I, I think uh, Margaret Wally, I think she. I think she. Which one the, was she she's, uh, plays Pussycat. The young girl that brings him. Yeah, back she to the was range. a highlight. I, th- I think I think she's got a future ahead of her. But yeah, I think maybe one of my most
3: controversial picks of the night is just picking anyone other than Christoph Waltz. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I think I think that's what everyone's gonna say. is like, like he was you know. more of a star than a. No, I I see that. So we going back. I watched I watched this again yesterday, and I was just like, I really I really do like him in the movie. My problem with him in the movie is that he has. I'm gonna say three scenes, right? He has like he has the scene in the farmhouse. He has the scene with Shoshana, and then he has. I would say let's call it once. It's like two little scenes: one with Aldo and the little man, and one confronting them in the theater.
0: And all perfect. And mm-hmm. they're all great.
3: <laughs> but in almost every in almost every scene, he's basically just monologuing. Like oh. he's not really acting with anybody. He'll he's like he'll he'll like get he'll he'll just like. The script calls for him to just say like you know oh do you agree yes or do you mind if I smoke sure but he's basically just doing his own fucking thing and i just as as but you deliver
0: those same lines mm-hmm. no one gives a fuck. No no
3: i i, I agree uh-huh. i but like i think that they're equal and maybe I think that there are other great performances that are also great not only because they can do some of those same things but also because they they're just bouncing off of other people in the scenes better i i just might with my one it's my one thing about that. i just don't think he's basically just out there fucking monologuing um it, as far as i'm concerned man i thought samuel jackson as ordo roby in mm-hmm. i thought he's an amazing actor who's also i mean yeah may, maybe his highs aren't as high as christoph waltz's in *Inglorious bastards but he's all throughout he's in every fucking scene basically and he's running the gamut of emotions and, you know, I just, I don't know, man. It, it hits better for me.
0: Okay. I could have went with a dozen, you know, performances mm-hmm. here. I narrowed it down to Samuel Jackson, Pulp Fiction, John Travolta, Pulp Fiction, and Christoph Waltz, *Inglorious Bastards. I'm going *Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> fuck, man. This is the role that introduced the world to Christoph Waltz. I mean, he actually won Best Supporting for his uh, uh, work in Django and *Inglorious* uh, mm-hmm. back-to-back Oscars. Um, and uh, Tarantino almost did not make this movie. He almost did not make this movie because he could not find anyone that would be able to play Hans. And he met Christoph Waltz, you know, and the rest of cinematic history. He's fucking amazing in this movie. You know, he switches from German, English, French, Italian. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people that can speak multiple languages, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever whatever with that. But there's only a few actors that can turn Tarantino dialogue mm. into fucking Shakespeare. All right, yeah. Samuel Jackson's one, right? Um, but I think the uh, one of the best is Waltz, Christoph Waltz, man, and so very talented. I'm going with Inglorious
3: Bastards. It's funny to see Christoph Waltz transition into other films. Yeah, you know where, where he's, you know, he was a Blofeld in Bond. Yeah, you know, and it's just like. I think that he's a great actor, but I think when you take him away from Tarantino, yeah. he loses so much. Yeah, for I, sure. Like he was in Alita test.
0: Battle Angel and I was like kind of underwhelmed, you know? It's just yeah, Tarantino, he can just he delivers that. Mm-hmm. He delivers Tarantino. He just gets yeah, he gets he gets more Tarantino. Out of yeah. yeah. That takes us to best lead, cousin Wayne. Where
2: are you going? Uh Jackie Brown, Pam Greer, nice. uh, pretty much for all, all the reasons you said. I mean really I, I would i just be echoing what you said. But she, she's just fucking amazing in this, in every way.
1: Yeah, uh, this was a tough one, but it really came down to one movie for me, and picking between Brad Pitt or Leo DiCaprio and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, I landed on Brad Pitt, um, and it's it, it, I still I'm not even fully comfortable like going that way because Leonardo DiCaprio is fucking incredible in this movie, like the scene where he's actually acting, but acting oh. as an actor is just fucking beautiful yeah. um, but there's something about Brad Pitt like going into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I didn't know what to expect out of this yeah, movie it, yeah. at all like I, I tried to stay as much away from it as possible just that's like, one of your problems with it right Cousin yeah. Right. it's like I just want to take it in as it comes to me and it was a lot more comedic than I ever could have thought it was going to be when I went in to watch it and like He's a big source of the comedy. He is yeah. ridiculously hilarious. Now, he's been funny in other things, like, uh, Burn After Reading, he's fucking great, but like... <laughs> Did we watch the same movie? <laughs> Burn After Reading? He's so fucking funny uh, in that. Uh, but he's he's just, he fucking kills it in this movie. He is such a, like, like he pulls off so much without really saying a lot of things in some scenes, and it's just, there's just a like, gravitas toss to him. Like, he's he's one of those, like, dying A-list stars, like, one of the last few, like, A-listers. Me that it's just like it's still a character actor but doesn't get credit for being as good of a fucking actor as he actually I is. I definitely agree, doesn't get as, as much credit as he right. deserves, man.
0: I, I don't um, love Hollywood, but I'll be I'm gonna be curious this year to see. I, I think it does deserve some awards, mm-hmm. and I think I th- I'm curious to see if Brad Pitt or um, you know DiCaprio take home some gold mm-hmm. or uh, Tarantino for best director. I mm-hmm. think this could be his year for best director, yeah.
3: I don't know, man. Nobody's nobody's gonna go see it. But the Academy,
0: 1969 Hollywood, the Academy. Uh, the- it's it's the a little Academy, dick. Yeah, up. The, the, exactly. Yeah, the Academy's little, just gonna yeah. be jerking each other off. For Hollywood. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Leo. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Oh man, nice. Leonardo DiCaprio and Hollywood, man. Um, he's a fucking beast, mm. man. Like I, I, we we've talked a lot about like um, and I and I agree with you, really. You you said like. I wish that he would have gone out of the wheelhouse a little bit and got some people who are maybe some unknown... Because it's hard to believe... I well,
0: want that Sunset uh, Boulevard performance where yeah. you bring someone you bring in that's someone a fading back. star, like Norma Desmond, you it's, know? It's or uh, def- what's her name that played Norma Desmond, you know? Um, uh,
3: I forget, Gloria yeah. Swanson. I yeah. want that
0: Gloria Swanson We you bring someone back and they they play that role.
3: I totally get that. Like, it's hard to am- it's hard to as an audience member, look at Leonardo DiCaprio and say, like, oh, he's a he's a struggling, sort of fa- fading actor. Yeah. Because he's at the top of his game. Fuck you know? yeah, yeah. Um, he just won an Oscar for uh, Best Actor the like Revenant three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I also think that if you have friends like Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, you should fucking use them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, they fucking they they murder this fucking movie. It's fucking great, man. Um, I do
0: like the minute. I just think there's be, there's more inspired casting. I, I don't disagree. But I do totally
3: agree with with that. But I fucking and they're a huge box office draw. I mean, you're
0: not gonna. I mean, if you're if you uh, if you're Tarantino, you'd be foolish not to work with that's Brad uh, Pitt. And, that's what I'm and saying. Yeah. DiCaprio.
3: Uh, DiCaprio just like I mean, you, like you said like uh, just the scene the scenes where he's being an actor like on Lancer and shit like I'm fucking fucking yeah. love it's, it's crazy like it's it's amazing like as an audience member like i'm almost like tearing up watching you just nail a scene yeah. you know because that's how fucking you're just fucking crushing it man i it's amazing to me
0: nice i'm going uh, pam griff for jackie brown that's yeah, good uh well, yeah honestly again uh, i think she should have been the first black actress to win uh best actress at the uh, at the oscars um 100 percent um, but yeah, there's no one else that could play this role, you know? I can't think of one other person. Halle Berry, <laughs> right? <laughs> who, who, who could play fucking Jackie Brown? You know, she dominate, dominates the fucking entire cast. Michael Keaton, yeah. Samuel Jackson, you yeah. know? She dominates the screen. I mean, she goes toe to motherfucking toe was Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Right? Jackson? It's like, and Niro get and your Michael hands King. off my <laughs> motherfucking neck. You know? It's just, is that good? <laughs> she's so good in this. She's fucking, she's amazing. Yeah. It really upsets me that she did not take home any kind of gold. Because after Jackie Brown, she really didn't do too much. You know? No. It's very unfortunate because she's a, she lights up the screen, man. She really yeah. is. I think she's she's fantastic in this. So, going up uh, Pam Grier. Uh, takes us to the best scene because I can't wait to hear this
2: one. Uh, for me, it was the one, you know, what's best scene, scene in a Tarantino movie? Yeah. yeah and I'm, I might get some shit for this one, but fuck it. Uh, what scene did I watch over and over again a few times? Uh it comes from uh, Django, the KKK meetup. <laughs> you
0: know what? Fuck it's that. So, I love that. Uh, I love that's that, a that great scene. Yeah, it's that's a great scene. A great scene. Do, it's Tarantino chan- chan- channeling fucking Mel shit, Brooks. You know, yeah. That just,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it was. It is, it is. It, 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 yeah. It's Tarantino and Mel Brooks. I mean, but. Just the whole thing. Well, fuck all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see if it's you not, know. not like with... the. <laughs> well, 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 can't we just ride up to the place without the hoods? And then we get there and put the hoods?
0: No, you can't put the
3: mask yeah. I mean, just the whole Look, thing. Look, no, no mass this time, but next time we're going full regalia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like it's like no one's talking shit about your wife.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, if okay. you don't appreciate like, it, I'm, I'm going home.
0: <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> I
3: like think we goodness. all think that the mask was a good idea. Yeah, she, did, <laughs> she
0: did a great job. It's just, yeah. I can't see it. <laughs> it's like I love that dude I, I, I almost went with it. that I <laughs> almost went with that I
2: love that scene I did I watched it over and over and I thought yeah this is fucking it yeah.
0: I can't see shit I can't see just got no. and it's so true right that's
2: what's funny you know honestly if you would have asked me what probably happens at a KKK meetup I can picture that no, no shit, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: just, I and one it. guy's chewing tobacco <laughs> 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 like spitting out his <laughs> fucking eye it's so clever dude I, I love that it. scene
1: Oh, man, I I have my last tie on this one. Oh. Um, I'm going with uh, one of the most iconic scenes uh, from Reservoir Dogs this is a stuck-in-the-middle-with-you ear-cutting scene. Oh, yeah. It is just so well choreographed, like him walking outside, the music like getting softer <laughs> as he walks out, and you get your first trunk shot, you know, pulling the gas out of the trunk, and then just kind of just dancing yeah. back <laughs> into the fucking building with gas to fucking try to light the man on fire time after time he's you know? cut his fucking ear off so fucking just menacing and and beautiful and I love that it doesn't cut away uh, and the second is from Pulp Fiction. It's the big Kahuna Burger scene, like just all, oh, the, yeah. all the stuff that's happening there. Just like, because Jules is like, oh, yeah, that, a I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell your boy how a cheese just story. And sip pretend, on like, my fucking, fucking, fucking drink. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna eat your burger. I'm gonna drink your whole fucking drink. Like I'm gonna quote scripture at you. I'm gonna get shot Jesus. at and be like, oh, <laughs> like so much happens in that scene yeah. and it's so fun. Just like look at the big brain, on Brit. Fucking great. We're <laughs> gonna it. use a time. man,
0: best a pretty
3: good spot mm-hmm. to use time. Yeah. Uh, yo, I'm with fucking Wayne, dude. Well, it's, fucking, Wayne <laughs> it's fucking great. Big man. Daddy and the Klan, fucking ride, ride again. It's fucking, it's hilarious, <laughs> fuck man. Like, it, it's it's so like it's just I love anything that just takes the piss out of fucking racists. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? Where, like, yeah. you know, yeah, like where there's this fucking the Klan. You're supposed to be fucking scared of them. Uh, you know what I mean? They're all on the fucking yeah. horseback with these fucking men. They got torches and shit, yeah. and they're just they're all just out there being like. Now look, <laughs> like, you yeah, hey, nobody said take spider off, spider off the mask yeah. and, <laughs> and stuff, you know. But
0: they, they can't fucking cut eye holes.
2: My- yeah, <laughs> I you know, know,
3: right? It's <laughs> like all I'm saying is that if all I had to do was cut a hole in a mask, I could have done a dead better job. Like, and his
0: name's slipping me. Who, uh, who, Don Johnson. Dude, he's great in everything. When he shows up <laughs> as, in fucking machete or this. I, I do, <laughs> well, I, he long. almost
2: got one of my best quotes, but I didn't feel like repeating it over <laughs> <that>.
0: <laughs> Dude, one of my favorite scenes with Big Daddy, It was when he, the, the, the lady goes up to him. It's right when uh, Christoph Waltz's uh, king shows up, right? And uh, he was like, so remember, you know, uh, Django is uh, an extension of me. So we'll show him around the property, you know, right. make sure he's he's free. He's like, hey, so like, Daddy,
3: you want us to treat him like a white man? No, that's not what no, I said. No, that's not what I, I said. <laughs> <laughs> treat him like the kid down the road. Who is that? Who that boy? Yeah. <laughs> treat him <laughs> like Jared. him.
0: Yeah. Hey, treat him like
3: Jerry. <laughs> I love
0: doing it. His performance was so great. It's like, That's not what I said.
3: Uh, <laughs> That's not what I said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, best scene. Um, God damn. I could have get yeah. I have a few interrupts here. Um, Pulp Fiction on the Butch's Watches scene. Oh, yeah. So, he wore the uncomfortable watch. Up, Up my ass. ass. Oh, we're talking about the, the Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I held this watch in my ass. <laughs> you know, it's now I'm giving it to terrible. you. <laughs> Great scene. Um, shooting Marvin in the face. Yeah. So fucking good. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, the uh, Madonna no-tipping scene. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool. I, and I love how the camera moves. Mm-hmm. Which he yeah. kind of repeats in Death yeah. Proof, you know, like Act 2, you know. Mm. Um, Django, the hooded riders Can't see shit. I love that. Um, the Hollywood uh, the cult scene where the fucking uh, barbecue in the pool, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, *Inglorious Bastards*, the uh, the opening farmhouse scene. And real quick, I want to oh, throw this yeah. out. You know what would get my favorite scene if it was in in this? Would be *True Romance*. Sicilians are spawned mm-hmm. by it's fucking great it's with, with so Christopher Walken talking down. And, and the uh, the *Inglorious Bastards* scene at the farmhouse kind of reminds me of the *True Romance* scene. It's okay. like this the, you know you have the mobster, you have the uh, fucking German talking to blue collar kind of workers, you know, um, kind of threatening. Yeah, you know, really great stuff. Um, And then the the Revenge of Giant Face. You know, got my best kill. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that scene. I decided to go with all your motherfuckers' best location, and I'm going Jackrabbit (laughs) Slims from Pulp Fiction, man. It's uh, one of the coolest hangout scenes. They're fucking talking. They're flirting. You know, they're they're drinking $5 milkshakes. And then it happens, man. The fucking Jackrabbit Slims. Dance contest, you know it's the return of John Travolta. Well, I you told you yeah, to take yeah. me out
2: and have a good time, and I want that yeah. yeah, and
0: if you are bringing John Travolta back,
2: you're I know gonna have he, him dance.
0: You know he's a hitman but you are gonna have to have a dance scene. He's, he's got yeah. the moves. He's, he's got the moves, and he's so fucking smooth. Him and Uma Thurman on that yeah, dance yeah, floor, the music, good. the dance moves, it's just it's super fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> And there's just, it's the movement. It's mm-hmm. the movement to it. Like, you know, we yeah. can get up there and fucking dance all day doing the twist and shit, but there's something about, like, I don't know if you guys watched, it. I posted a video of Quentin Tarantino, I think, on the Graham Norton show, and he's talking about how, you know, he set up this scene, and talk about, like, this, uh, Pulp Fiction was his second movie, right? Yeah. And you got John Travolta, and you're gonna show John Travolta how to fucking dance? And, and, and so, like, John Travolta was up there doing his twist move, you know, mm-hmm. but it was Travolta or uh, Tarantino that choreographed yeah. all that. You know, he's like, I watched Aristocats back in the day. Yeah, yeah, Okay? Yeah. And Aristocats, there was a dance, this, they, cat, yeah. this cat comes out and dances like this. So he's like, Uma Thurman had to dance like that. And, and John Travolta can dance the shit off of everybody, right? But he's like, I want him to be more wooden. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And he's he kind of like doing dancing. this shit. I'm like, dude, but you know what? Even as wooden as that is, John Travolta it's yeah. so fucking smooth yeah. Yeah, on yeah, that dance floor, man. Yeah. I fucking love it. So it's uh, it's iconic. I mean, I'm going Pulp Fiction. So, uh, Cousin Wayne,
2: defining uh, moment, brother. Uh, I give it to Pulp Fiction. Uh, Marcellus Wallace getting butt raked.
0: <laughs> oh, that's your defining <laughs> moment? It yeah, is.
2: Uh, uh, and it just goes to show, no matter how powerful you are, no matter how much money you have.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> you have a butthole. It is. Woo! <laughs> you have a ball that can be fucked <laughs> no that's Butter. what I did. <laughs> defining moments <laughs> is the sex dungeon
1: <laughs> where are you going Kyle that's that's all you gotta say well I, mean, I guess that's all you gotta say about an yeah, ass rape scene <laughs> yeah. uh, my defining moment you know is uh, things that I think I want to think Tarantino and it's you know, uh, six guys in black suits walking down railroad tracks to Little oh. Green Bag by Booker T and the MGs. Just, dum, dum 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 It's just that, just fucking, like, that look. It's so simplistic, it's so tight, it, so clean, and these dudes are just so fucking badass, and they're just, like, walking down that train track. That song is fucking great. Like, it, just that scene always just kind of pops into my head, so with
3: that. I always come back to uh, Reservoir Dogs as being a film that I grew up with or whatever. And the, the scene that I always think, when I, when I talk about Tarantino films what I like about them, I always think about that diner scene, you mm-hmm. know, the, the the coffee scene, uh, where it's just, that's really, the, that's the introduction to the film, is my introduction to Tarantino, really. Uh, and I just, I love that about it. Nobody else is going to spend any amount of fucking time sitting in a, you know, sitting in a, a diner just talking about tipping waitresses and you know, fucking what, what mm-hmm. like a version's about and shit, and it's just like that's that's what Tarantino is to me. It's just that extra dialogue that doesn't really matter, but tells you so much about the characters. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, unfortunately, I didn't give too many awards to Reservoir Dogs. Um, it's in my top five Tarantino movies of all time. I love, I love Reservoir Dogs just how it played out tonight. Um, but it was the first movie I watched in the marathon, and when Little Green Bag Kyle yeah. you know, pops up, man, <laughs> over that opening credits, that's that's all you need. You know, and then you're all you're you're ready to watch the yeah. uh, the six movies in the fucking marathon. Um, it doesn't get more <laughs> iconic, I don't think, than black suits walking down the road in slow fucking motion. Mm. You know, the band apart. You yeah, know, it's yeah, fucking yeah. it's great. So that's my defining moment going to Reservoir Dogs. Dope. Best director, cousin Wayne.
2: Uh, I went ahead and gave it to Reservoir Dogs. Uh, it's just you know, first like I so said, just uh, the nerd's dream. He's sitting there in the movie store going, "I can do this shit." And for his first, I mean, just so impressive, that is his first movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he, he, he did. He had some great great shots. He got a lot of great performances out of his actors. Uh, just a very fluid, the uh, way the movie flowed itself. Fucking amazing for it. Uh,
1: for me, I'm going to go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh, uh, I think uh, because there's just such a, it's so un-Tarantino. In the way that it is, Tarantino, I, I, it's it's so difficult to explain. I think he's doing a lot with this movie. There's some really fucking great shots. You get all the Tarantino things, you know, for the most part. Um, that just you think of when you think Tarantino, and you're getting these just excellent performances out of people, building up this great just story out of very little. I don't, I don't there's, yeah, it's it's so hard to explain, and I think this is a movie that'll just keep growing with me even as time goes on, and and it, yeah, it's it's. It's it's cool to incorporate like you get these little nods to all his other movies like in this too you get you know the Inglorious Bastards is the 14 Fist of McCluskey yeah. like which uh, you got just the the town they shoot in Lancer is the one they used in Django like mm-hmm. there's just stuff in it that so fucking great I don't know it's hard to explain but I love I loved it
3: yeah man Ugh, fuck this is hard mm-hmm. um, and it's hard because it's like Best Director but you have to consider that he he does everything you know what i mean he right. he rewrites Writes. them directs them acts. you know acts in in a lot of them um so i mean i think for me it's i think it's got to be pulp fiction i think it's got to be pulp fiction for for best director man um one of the things i think is really is really interesting when you hear actors who have worked with Tarantino talk to him but he's like one of the things that i always hear him say to us is like you know it's it's on the page, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like I've written, I've done all the ad libbing for you. You don't have to fucking ad lib. Just read what I fucking wrote. <laughs> you know what I mean? And because uh, I just think he's just brilliant with dialogue, you know. And it's that's like I don't we don't need people to show up and tell me who they think these fucking characters are. You know what I mean? Like I've I've figured it all out for you. Um, and so in a way, you're just executing on his plan. And I think like if that's the way it goes, man, then like fucking it's like. Pulp Fiction is just fucking He's a genius. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, man. Just looking at Pulp Fiction and being like, this is what you had in your head. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and everyone is executing it. Everyone's firing on all cylinders. And you just fucking nailed it, man.
0: Nice. I almost went with Hollywood. Um, I, honestly think, yeah. I honestly think Tarantino will take, take home some gold this year. I really I do. Does. I really do. But I'm giving my second award Ooh. to Reservoir Dogs. Okay. All right. Uh, talk about a grand entrance from Tarantino, man. He directed the yeah. shit out of this movie. I think it's one of the best heist films, and you don't even see the heist. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, it's a tight movie at an hour and thirty nine minutes. There's no fat. It's brilliantly paced. Great dialogue. You know, I mean, all of these movies have that great acting. All those movies have that great music, mm-hmm. but it's just a brilliant little independent film, right? That unfolds yeah. in a fucking warehouse. Mm-hmm. And I think it holds up today. You know, it feels, it's, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a classic movie and yeah. it's, it's one of the first independent films that, uh, I probably gave a shit about, you know, I didn't watch it when it first came out, but like after the fact, I'm like, yeah. you know, uh, you could you could uh, film a, a bunch of different crime movies and have a warehouse kind of centered around it. Oh yeah, but who gives a fuck, right? It's mm-hmm. it's everything that Tarantino kind of put into this. And uh, yeah, I'm going to Reservoir Dogs, man. Just a, uh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Worst picture.
2: Worst picture would be uh, Inglourious Bastards. Uh, <clears throat> that was kind of hard for me. All all these movies, it, you know, I definitely like some better than others. They were all good. None of them sucked. You know, usually when I think of a worst picture award. I think, okay, yeah, one of these movies, you know, blue, but none of these movies sucked, literally. But uh, Glorious Bastards, it it had moments where I was bored. You know, I just was kind of, you know, I just wanted to see Nazis getting their heads bashed in. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I could have watched a whole fucking movie about that. But, you know, it did. It had its lagging moments. You know, even, like, you know, I do complain about his dialogue, but it wasn't even the dialogue. It was just... I felt like the plot wasn't going anywhere at times. You know, like, wh- what's the end game in this? What's going on here? You know, oh, are we are going to go back to killing Nazis again? You know, so, Glorious Bastards.
0: It's it's like picking...
2: like I Literally, this was one of the hardest ones. Yeah.
0: How many times have you watched Inglourious?
2: I've seen it twice altogether. You know,
0: because I honestly, I probably would have thought that Inglorious would be one of my least favorites. And then I've I've watched it, um, man, five or six times. Every time I watch it... I watched
2: it shortly after, after it came wrong. out and then a couple of days ago.
1: Really? About yeah. you, Kyle. Uh, for me, it's Django, um, and, and that's hard to say because I, I like Django a lot. Like, yeah, so, but it's like trying to like pick what's what's the worst out of shit that you actually enjoy. Um, I think there it, it, the plot can get a little convoluted at times, and like it's a little too uh, hokey. Like you know, shoots the one woman in the stairway, and she just fucking flies thirty feet. I like it's like so. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's fine, yeah. but it's like it just. It takes you out of some of the realism in it, which uh, pulls me out of it. But I mean, it's hard to like nitpick it a whole lot either, because I fucking love so much about it too. So, yeah. I, but it's just that's how the the tower falls today. There's actually a great article where some uh, critic debated
0: um, Tarantino over the um, the convoluted plot, and uh, so I have to give some respect to Tarantino, because Tarantino was like, okay, well. I'm going to talk to this guy. So we actually, you know, sat down and talked with him about the convoluted plot, mm-hmm. and he actually conceded a little bit. He's like, "You might have a little point here." He goes, "Well," and then he goes to to, to be a you know like king's an eccentric you know showman, and he's like, "I disagree with you ultimately, but you might have a point with the convoluted yeah. plot." And I think mm-hmm. so. That's that's where it weighs down for me as well.
3: I don't dislike any of these movies. <laughs> you know, like I, you, I'm i with you. He's my favorite director, um, but Inglorious Bastards is easily my least favorite yeah. man. Um, and I, you know, I've seen this a number of times. Like I said, it's it's uh, my Josh called one of one of my best friends. It's his favorite Tarantino oh, movie. Really? Um, I don't know if he likes it more than Kill Bill, but it's like maybe his first or second favorite. It's okay. my, it's better than *Hateful Eight, it, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but like I, I, in fact watching it again for this, I just doubled down on. I don't, I don't wow, fucking really, really like Doub- it. Um, I like elements of it. I like scenes. Yeah. Um, I think really for me, it's just like. We kind of touched base on it before. I think you could take the bastards out of the movie, and it wouldn't affect anything. I, you know what I mean? Like, like you could take out. I wonder if that's because he wrote thing. *Killer
0: Crow and *Inglorious*. It's
3: possible because
0: I no, I felt like that for the longest time. I just I've grown to love it. Like, I I find it's, it's like, *The it's, of this for, for me. Now.
3: It's it's just that like so, just knowing that like okay. The bastards are gonna get fucking caught, like you know. I, I think the first time through, I really liked it because there was a lot of that tension. And this, as you go through it more and more, it's just like, okay, so everything the bastards are gonna do like doesn't really work. It only works because he's letting it happen. But even if he didn't let it happen, Shoshana still burns down the theater and kills everybody. So like, but they don't know that. They don't. No, they don't yeah. know that. But as an as me sitting in the, it's like, okay, I'm have to sit through this fucking bar scene. This ta- I like the, I like the tavern scene. but It's like 30 fucking minutes long. Yeah, it long. is long. The tavern and, scene and, is long. And just knowing that, like, it doesn't matter. Exactly. You know what I mean? It just doesn't matter because whether they figure them out or not, Shosana still burns down the theater. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what earlier when I said, like, Tarantino, mm-hmm. like,
0: you know, love him or hate him. It's like his the best and worst of Tarantino is, like, wordy, mm-hmm. uh, drawn out scenes. I honestly, I was talking to so some, I, I like the, uh, the the bar scene in Inglorious. I Bastards, like the scene. But yeah. if I was to rework, <clears throat> so I think you can rework that. Where, because it ultimately comes down to where you find the actress in her shoe and the fucking yeah. know, bone and all that stuff. I honestly think you could rework that to where, you know, you find her out a different way and you could completely scrap that. Yeah. Or at least trim the fuck down. And uh, I think it's just him just overindulging a little bit. I think so too, yeah. But I'm going with Django Unchained. Um, I really like this movie, um, especially one, one of my favorite openings of a Tarantino movie. When you hear that, Django, it's like that's like I'm sold, man. And I love how people talk. I love the dialogue. You know, I, there's a lot of things I love about Django Unchained. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jamie Fox. Um, I'm really curious what Will Smith,
1: Smith would have been I think so much so. better. I think.
0: Did we agree on something? We Holy did. fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think Will Smith would have been yeah. uh, better. Um, but but Jamie Fox did fine. Even though I'm not a fan, I think he did fine. Uh, the convoluted plot really weighs it down for me, and that's why it gets my, my worst
1: picture. And that scene with the Australians is just kind of fucking oh, pointless. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and Tarantino he doesn't act. He, he needs to just stay behind the camera. I, yeah, I think
0: Django would have uh, I think would have served it better if they would have did, did a uh, Django Volume One, Volume Two. It seems Probably. like there's too much for one movie. There, it yeah. feels like the movie should end with a big um, Candyland massacre. You know, mm-hmm. you ship him off, he comes back, takes, I I don't know, it's just so yeah, fucking... Yeah, I
1: mean, you, you end part one with them getting to the Candyland or whatever. Yeah, and something. And you got a whole yeah. movie that Candyland would be fucking dope, too.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, Cousin Wayne, that is, what, Wild Card? Yeah, Wild Card. Card. Yeah, Wild Wild
2: Card. Card. Um, kind of, this, kind of the same I, uh, thing I give from Best Director, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Just what an amazing first movie. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, literally, like it just blows Russia. my mind. You know, the guy's just sitting there doing his nine-to-five job. Fuck <laughs> this, and does it. Yeah, you know, I got so much respect for that.
0: I think that might be one of the best freshman efforts of all time, right? Oh
3: yeah, uh, can clerk, you, can clerks, you... clerks.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, I, no, I, yeah, I can appreciate that. But it's up there, right? Fucking Reservoir Dogs, oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Whiplash is pretty fucking high. Damn uh, next
0: year, I hope to do a heist marathon, and Reservoir Dogs will come back and play if it's not Pantheon, and uh, it'll be curious to see how well it holds up for not being a. Heist,
3: film. right? Yeah, of course, yeah,
2: you know the heist without seeing the heist. Yeah, you know, it but you know what? Works.
3: If Do you, you were to tell me about it? that, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. were to tell
2: me that, I'd be like, that sounds like a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, but
0: it fucking works. You know yeah. what? It, you know what? It reminds me of like like Big Lebowski. You never see a Lebowski bowl.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. but it seems like it's a bowling he bowling bowling. Bowling. oh shit no yeah yeah the yeah. you know, never, never,
0: never picks up a fucking he never bowls. <laughs> I never even thought about. Yeah, that. yeah. but if if you're you thinking about it, it's like of course
1: he fucking bowls right. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Like of like course, you course you see an image of him rolling a ball. Yeah, in your see head, it, And I it. see an image of you the heist like when
0: they're talking about you know the things that he did to you know like Michael Madsen. They're you know Yeah, and they said something like what I think he did something to like some young black girl or something. Like you know did you see
3: what he did to her? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. How old was she?
1: You don't see him. Stop at a restaurant, but he's got a drink. Like after he went, yeah, to, like, yeah the other day, he yeah. was like, "I gotta go to the and yeah. get a drink." For what I, I, I picture like, the, the heist,
0: I, I got the yeah. heist in my head. You know. Mm. Anyway, wild card.
1: My wild card is the foot fetish award. Oh. All these movies except for <laughs> Reservoir Dogs really have like a prominent thing with feet. <laughs> uh, so we get, you know, uh, Pulp Fiction. We get to see Mia Wallace's feet as she's dancing, um, walking around her house barefoot, and they talk about a foot massage. In uh, yeah. Jackie Brown, they like. For way too long, like, uh, stay on Bridget Fonda's feet. Um, In Glorious Bastard, Diane Kruger, that shoe-changing scene with Hans. Um, In Django, you get just a a quick shot, like, it's going down. Carrie Washington just kind of slows down towards her feet. Um, And then once upon a time in Hollywood, you get Margot Robbie puts her feet up, you know, in the theater. And you get uh, Margaret Qualley's pussycat, like, her feet are up on the dashboard. And I'm going with Pulp Fiction on this one because it actually plays into the plot a little bit, Uh, talking about the full massage. It's like, is it sexual? What? what What's your opinion? (laughs) I'm glad glad you asked this because I want to know. Is it okay for
3: someone to rub your wife's feet? Hey, so, do you want me to rub your old lady's foot? No,
0: no, it, it's no. fucked up, right? It's fucked. That's no, it's Nathan. fucked up. Hey, hey it's nothing. It's not a big fucking. difference. No, it is a big. I, no, no, I the give thing. Rachel a foot massage. I, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? No, it pissed you off, no, right? Absolutely. he's not sticking
3: his tongue in holy to right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. holy. Yeah, there's a big fucking i I give difference, you. that There's a big fucking difference. But that's a step to but the holy of holies. Yeah, yeah, it's that's not fucking cool. Yeah,
0: if you're giving someone a foot massage, you are gonna get probably into the Holy Holy. I think so.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah it plays into the plot pretty heavy so yeah. that's why. Yeah, I, why I agree, man.
3: Yeah. Um, so one of the fictional sort of, this is, okay, so like, I remember they used to, remember they used to like MTV movie awards and shit? They used to do, I remember when GoldenEye came out. There was, they GoldenEye, GoldenEye got an award for best use of a sandwich in a film. What the fuck? <laughs> and it was, it was the, it was when Q has They're going through the lab and he's showing Bond all of the gadgets. Yeah. And then he's like he's like, Oh, what's this? He's like, Don't touch that! It's my lunch. You know, like (laughs) and it's just it's just a sandwich. Who made the sandwich? (laughs) It, it's Q's sandwich. Is that him? Do you not know this? <laughs> you don't know this scene? Okay. So that <laughs> MTV. Please explain. <laughs> this got an MTV. That scene in Goldeneye got a best use of a sandwich in a film. Okay. And I've often asked people, what do you think is the best use of a sandwich in a film? Uh. Just because I because I think I think it's got it might be Goldeneye. Okay. <laughs> but then, but then, but then it it's that fucking big Kahuna burger, man. No. I it, it, I, th- I think it is. I think I think pound for pound, big Kahuna burger might be. Better Uh than Q's fucking sandwich and Goldeneye. Nice. Yeah. I, th- I think it might be best,
0: off the top of your head,
3: best use of a sandwich it, in the yeah, film. Yeah,
0: no idea. Yeah, no idea. No idea.
3: But, I mean, fuck, dude, my big kahuna burger.
0: You know, I, 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 that might be my favorite award of the night, only because I've been talking to Cousin Wayne uh, these last couple of weeks. Like, we feasted last night, okay? Yeah. And I was like, man, this whole week watching Tarantino movies, man, I'm just so fucking hungry. Because I watch movies outside the marathon, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, like, Tarantino really, like, puts the camera on food or drinks. Yeah. Uh, for example, you know, um jango they uh they, they get beers
2: mm-hmm. and the he, strudel like, and goes, in oh that. my god yeah, it's like, like handle on
0: yeah. the fucking well right pulls it down and then he takes the tapper fucking taps and, off the foam yeah. i'm like man i want a fucking beer <laughs> um and then the uh in um in glorious bastards he orders a strudel mm-hmm. and he puts the fucking cream on it you yeah. know and scoops and you up the cream it. and yeah. i'm like man i don't even like i don't even eat <laughs> strudels yeah. Well, I'm a fucking strudel, strudel, man. <laughs> and the same other other thing was uh, with Death Proof. De- I watched Death Proof this week. It's like coach. fucking... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, me and Mike's sitting at the bar. He's just fucking... Devour <laughs> a fucking nachos, I'm like God damn, I want to go to the dive and eat some fucking nachos That's just yeah, anyway
3: Great pick man Yeah, yeah No you know, it's is just one of those weird things where like because of that shitty MTV musical or MTV movie award thing my whole life when I watch movies I watch for sandwiches yeah. <laughs> You know and I just, watch, wait, wait, like, just see, like does this have a better sandwich in it than, That's than awesome. GoldenEye I bet it doesn't This is probably,
0: <laughs> uh, my, my wild card um, I'm very passionate about this one tonight Alright this is probably the, the most passionate um, award okay. I'm giving tonight but I was going to go with uh, the resurrection award mm-hmm. And I was going to go John Travolta or Pam Greer. Um, even fucking uh, Robert Forrester. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck so good. Um, so I couldn't decide with that. So I ended up going with a Collaboration Award. And that would be easy, right? You would think. You'd go Samuel Jackson, right? Because, I mean, he's fucking so good in, in many movies. I even love him in Hateful Eight, man. That fucking mm. dingus story that he tells. Oh, I know. cracks me the when fuck up. Then he off. wrapped
2: his lips around my <laughs> <big>
0: black dingus. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going with someone who gets kind of swept under the rug. They don't get talked about much. And I'm going with an unsung hero. No, so nope. Well, I, I, um, I'm going with Sally Minke, oh, yeah. and okay. uh, she edited all edited all of Tarantino's films nice. from Reservoir Dogs to Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Um, received multiple nominations. I think she uh, got nominated for Pulp Fiction and uh, for I think for Inglorious. <clears throat> Don't quote me on that. But uh, her colleagues called her the definition of precision. Okay. All right, so yeah. big deal in the editing world. I even think she uh, edited um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which, whatever you think about that movie, I honestly think that Turtles is a fucking tight package, mm. you know? And uh, she died of heat stroke in 2010, just fucking going for a walk, you know, and fucking got, you know, hot and fucking died. And I think after her passing, things started getting. Um, not as reined in, you know, and uh, I think uh, even even Tarantino, I like, got uh, brought it up a couple of night, uh, times tonight, where I think even Tarantino needs reined in from time to time, mm. and I feel like there's something missing in these last few movies, Hateful Eight, um, especially, J- you know, yeah. I, uh, Django. It, uh, Django feels like two fucking movies. Mm. You could fit, you could, you could do two movies easily with Django. There's even a, 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 a spot where uh, Billy, I think Billy Moon, fucking Billy Crash, Billy Crash. He goes, we're going to dance with the devil in the Pelmen. It seems like there's some shit going on between yeah. them two. And then it just get, kind of gets cut. And I've always been wondering, is there is there a, is something that happens between mm. them? You know, some somewhere well, else? I you know a
3: lot of stuff got cut. Anyway,
0: yeah, yeah it seems weird. And um, I think that that's something that is missing um, is Sally Minke. you know? And so I'm going uh, with her first Oscar nomination. I'm out of ties. So I'm going with her first Oscar nomination. I'm going Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. nice. So that takes us to... Best Picture, Best Jackie picture. Brown. Nice.
1: Yeah, any ties? No. You know, Ooh, this is oh, nice. Be a three pointer for you, sir.
0: So, what That's makes what Jackie what? Brown just
1: better well, than yeah, all they the they rest? Have of
2: them? The story, the acting, everything about it. And it's one well, of those ones I can pop in at any time. Isn't
0: that amazing too? Like back in the day, like we went. You know, yeah. We went to watch Jackie Brown. I didn't even think we gave it a second thought when we left that theater. It was just like, eh, what the fuck mm-hmm. is this? Especially, can you imagine doing something like Jackie Brown? After Pulp Fiction. Yeah. When, cha- when Pulp Fiction kind of just changed the game, mm. you know? And mm. then you come out with this, you know, in comparison.
3: Yeah. It seems kind of odd. How do you follow it up? Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, how do you follow it?
1: Yeah, Pulp yeah. Fiction. Uh, for me, it's a movie that's in my top ten all time and made me want to go and, and make movies in film school, and that's Reservoir Dogs. It's something I can always put in. It's, it's the tightest Tarantino movie by a long shot. Everything he has is like you know, two and a half hours or three hours long, this is an hour and a half, and it's, like, it doesn't waste a moment that it has. Uh, it's just wonderful acting, and it just, it it feels as gritty as it looks, and, and yeah. that's that's something that, like, isn't always there in, when it needs to be, but it works out so perfect in Reservoir Dogs. <sighs> um...
3: Probably the most underrated film in the whole world <laughs> is Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown it's so underrated, dude. Uh, yeah, no one that's... talks about Jackie Brown. It's no. rude. I, I have, a, I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm glad that you brought that up before, I man. Fascinated with follow ups to, to amazing things. You know, like when Nirvana had Nevermind. How the fuck do you follow that? You know what I mean? And you end up doing this uh, Incesticide. It's, it's like, oh, it's like, a, it's all full of covers. You know, or like fucking, uh, what's the um, Zelda Ocarina of Time, like what the? How do you fucking follow that? It's like <laughs> we're just gonna do Majora's Mask, and you just this completely different fucking thing. And it's kind of the same way with this. Like you got Pulp Fiction, where he's really, it's he's really being wild and being provocative and being very Tarantino, and then switching to Pulp Fiction or um to Jackie Brown, which feels like a mature Tarantino film. It does. It, fe- it, does, it feels it feels reined in. It yeah. feels very like adult in comparison. Not adult like um. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree mature. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think it's his
0: most mature film um, next to Hollywood. It, yeah, I mean. absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Jackie
3: Brown, man. No, like, Yeah, that's a
0: great pick. Um, I could have easily went with Jackie Brown. Um, I think there's like, he's my favorite director, so there's probably like three or four movies that I think is honestly Pantheon from Tarantino, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going Pulp Fiction. It's uh, the movie that I did not. I didn't even give a shit about this movie back and when it released hmm. in like ninety two, ninety three, whenever it was. I remember being like, "What the fuck is this, man? It's This weird narrative style. Yeah. It's it's super. You know, I, I didn't know what to think of that man. It just like it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the poppy movie of the year, you know. And yeah. um, since then, I've, I've grown to love it. it. You know, I've grown to love Tarantino, and uh, you know, it's it's fucking fresh and it still holds up to this day. You know, yeah, um, I agree. fucking Travolta is still cool. All right, Samuel Jackson is still badass. The dialogue still pops. The stow- the soundtrack is still perfect. Um, and people have been trying to copy Pulp Fiction. You know, like, Reservoir Dogs is great. I love Reservoir yeah. Dogs. I love Jackie Brown. But, you know, people are trying to fucking copy yeah. Pulp Fiction, you know? The title cards and that, 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 that loose narrative style that I'm yeah. talking about, the cool music. <clears throat> and, uh, no, I just, I, I fucking love Pulp Fiction. It's in my top ten ever made, yeah. you know, with Kill Bill. I don't know which one I like better. depends on what day you ask me. Um, but yeah, I fucking love this movie. Um, runner up would be Jackie Brown, which I think is the most criminally underrated Tarantino yeah. movie there is.
3: You know what? There's such an attention to detail in Pulp Fiction. I, I noticed something about in Pulp Fiction every time. Like, um, there's that opening scene in the diner where, where, uh, they're talking and, um, what, what's it, what are their names? Fucking Honey Bee and fucking whatever the fuck. <laughs> 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 honey Bunny and, Honey uh, Bunny and fucking Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> where, where they're talking and just like. I guarantee you, people don't. Fuck, people watch this movie fucking like ten times and don't notice John Travolta walk by because uh-huh. he's, he's walking by, and he's going to the bathroom, and like you just don't even fucking see him because it's just. But obviously later he's gonna walk to the bathroom while they're having that conversation, and yeah. it's fucking it's fucking great, man. Mm. Like I just noticed that the, for the first time this time. It's so weird.
0: All right. Any comments before we take a break?
1: <sighs> this was just this was a rough mm. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to hard to to hammer some of these out, but I'm I'm glad we finally. Sat down and covered them.
0: All right. Any final comments, uh, Cousin Wayne, before we take a break? Nope. All right, let's take a break. We will count the Golden Idols, and we'll be right back with the results. We are back, and after counting the Golden Idols, all right, the Golden Idol winner is... Well, let's talk about the Facebook poll first. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. I'm going to cut you listeners off. Uh, we had a, a wide range here. Uh, a, a very defiant winner. Um, but in last place was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I guess you can kind of expect because it just came out. Not everybody's yes. seen it. it. hasn't gotten a chance to sit with people uh, with two votes. Reservoir Dogs with 10. Jackie Brown was 15. Django with 22. And Glorious Bastards with 24. And Pulp, Function, Pulp Fiction crushed it with <laughs> Pulp, 60... Pulp Function. Pulp Function was 67. So it kind of yes, just yeah. fucking destroyed. So um, what do you think about that? You think that's just people voting because it's Pulp Fiction? I think people just know Pulp Fiction the most. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's... Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure a lot plenty of people think it is legit his best movie, but some people just like... They just think, oh, that's what people think is his best movie, so that's what I'm going to put. Yeah, yeah. You know, who, who am I to say? I don't know these people. Uh, <laughs> um, but we got uh, other people talking in here. Uh, your wife says to me, Jackie Brown is the standout on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, your wife says, I how are there not more votes for Reservoir Dogs yet? Yeah. Um, Zach Brown hates everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Stephen Wallowicks was like, uh, I would vote for Kill Bill and second would be Death Proof. Neither of those movies were on the list. Pay attention, Steven. <laughs> uh, Scott Herlitska says, too easy. It gets a lot harder after Pulp Fiction. Uh, Doug say, Priam says, uh, I'd say Reservoir Dogs, but to be honest, I'd have to rewatch all of these. Uh, so a, w- a wide range of people talking, and uh, that's what we, we have there, though. But, so far and none- away at Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Okay. But none of that shit matters, because what matters is what <laughs> happens right here at this fucking table. Um, and usually we we differ pretty different, and our list isn't exactly the same. Um, last place for us was Django. It didn't get any points. It lost. It had two points, wow. and it, it lost points uh, between us giving it worse picks. Nobody did, huh? Yeah. Sometimes you lose track at the table, so nobody did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Inglorious Bastards had six. Then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood had ten. Okay. Reservoir Dogs with thirteen. Jackie Brown with fourteen, and our winner was Pulp Fiction with twenty-five. Oh, nice. No that's a, shit. It's a yeah. landslide then. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I I thought Jackie Brown was right up there with it. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of the late categories started to go with uh, Pulp Fiction. Okay, okay.
0: Alright, well, Pulp Fiction is the only movie that matters at this point, so... Does it deserve Pantheon? So for any of our... Actually, what is Pantheon, Nathan?
3: So Pantheon is the holiest of holies. This <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it, is. Um, it is. It's the house of the gods. It's, where only, it's our hall of fame, basically. Uh, like, where only the best movies get.
0: Yeah. So is Pulp Fiction Pantheon? I'll let you guys decide who goes first here. Uh,
1: when I came in tonight, there were three movies that I would kick up. Uh, obviously, for me, Reservoir Dogs... Uh, Jackie Brown, and Pulp Fiction, and I—that still holds with me right now. I, there's no reason that Pulp Fiction shouldn't go up uh, to the council and hopefully be a landslide into pantheon. Yeah,
0: I think I'll agree with that. I would, I would, I would have said yes. I would have said yes to Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. And Jackie Brown. Same Yeah, Yeah. I, but Pulp Fiction, man, it defined the 90s, man. Mm-hmm. Right? It, do you know what, a, a cooler movie yeah. than fucking Pulp Fiction? Cool man. World? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was cool, it was original, and it's it hasn't lost its flavor. You know? Right. It's still cool, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like I said, man, Pulp Fiction was the, that movie that I didn't get back in the day. And and, no, same. Yeah, this, I, I, I did not like Pulp Fiction.
3: No, and, and in fact, going in, this was, it was the film that I wanted to watch the least. And mm-hmm. in fact, it's one of the only ones, I watched a lot of these with Rachel, just because they were there on Netflix, a lot of them. And it was the only one that she was just like, I'm going to go do something else, I don't really care. Um, and it's just, it's one of those, I don't think, I don't, it's probably been a long time since we've seen it. And... I really fucking liked it this yeah. time. I, I appreciated it way more than I ever have before. And then I've been listening to the soundtrack for the last couple of days, and I've been secretly kind of hoping that it would win because I just want to watch it again. You yeah. know what I mean? I do, I do want to just watch this movie again. Um, so, yeah. So yeah. I'd say yes. I would say I'll say yes.
0: So we're going to kick it up to the council.
1: hmm Right on. You think it'll win? I, yeah, I think it should get eight or nine votes. Yeah. Uh, like, almost a landslide, if not at all, I missed by one, like you know, Matt being a contrarian
3: or something. I mean, it's not... I know, I know like, uh, Wayne, Wayne would say yes, you know what I mean, or he, or he indicated yeah. that he would. I think we would, have four, so, I mean, I think, four probably, right? Yeah, because it's not... It's, it, this, is, this doesn't seem like one of those Pantheon noms where it's like, well, I'll kick it up, but, you know, I don't know how I'll vote. It's, your, it's, your wife's on the not,
0: council, you think she'll say yes?
3: I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it'll make it, but it'll be... I don't think it'll be... I don't think it's going to be unanimous. No, I don't. I
0: don't um, think so either. It won't be a pure blood yeah. pantheon,
1: right? Nah, uh, it probably. I think there's going to be one dissenter. It'll probably be Jeremy or, or Matthew Wade. <laughs> that's just that's just my my guess. Yeah. I think I think um, Marshall and Ryan are probably pretty solid yeses.
0: Ryan, I'm not awesome. for sure about, but Marshall and 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 Matt, I, I think so. Mm. What about
1: Jeremy? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. He's, yep. he's a wild card. Mm. He hated Life Aquatic, still gave it a yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So... Alright, any other comments, guys? I, I fucking had a blast with this, dude. Yeah, I'm it's, still it's watching Tarantino wild, movies, man. Yeah. It, it took me a while to get into it, only because of length. Mm-hmm. Tarantino's yeah. my favorite director of all time, right? But it's just length and time. Absolutely. Um, but fuck, man, I I could watch... Ingl- I, I popped in Inglorious tonight, you know, for a second viewing, just to watch certain scenes. I could watch Inglorious again, um... I appreciated Reservoir Dogs and Inglorious more this time than I ever have, mm-hmm. and uh, even Django. Like Django's yeah. my worst. Do I want it, to? I, Django might be his best shot movie. No, I, I, I do. I think, it's dude, so fucking Django gorgeous. looks fantastic. Yeah. The cinematography in Django's great. Um, I love. I almost gave it my uh, my my special achievement, which was um, the uh, the dialogue. Like, yeah. you know, who's fumbling around in the dark? You know, there's just something about the way that people talk in Django that I really dig. Yeah. Um, and then the look and the style, the fucking wardrobe. Um, it looks like a Western. You know, it's, it's do yeah. I, I really want to see uh, Django and Zoro.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, it'd be so sick. No, but I really had a lot of fun. I'm still watching Tarantino movies. I, I hope to watch um, uh, Natural Born Killers, which I know he fucking hates. I know mm. he fucking hates. You you really dig? Right? It's one of
3: my favorite movies. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I can't wait to rewatch that. Um, I actually I'm going to try to order the uh, the book the uh, not the book the the, uh, the screenplay. Um, okay. Just to see what the differences are. Yeah. Probably do like a small AV podcast
1: on. That'd be really. Yeah, true. yeah. The differences
0: yeah. on on that, but no, I dug this, and uh, I'm still watching Tarantino movies. So what'd you guys think?
1: Yeah, I mean. Uh, it, it, this was a tough one. Just top to bottom, for the most part. Like, every category was fucking excruciating to find a, a winner in. Because um, it could have gone so many ways. And it was like, you know what? No matter what people pick at this table, I'm going to have a hard time fucking arguing with them for why yeah. they chose what they chose, yeah. too. I, did,
0: I don't think... Yeah, I didn't have... Uh, I didn't argue... Other than you give
1: Hans Land a best hero. Yeah, which I changed. <laughs> yeah. I changed. Yeah, I told Matt what
0: I was going to give. He's like, huh. I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. like that. But then, he, then I explained... He ended World War Two. and he goes, I see
3: where you're going. I <laughs> see where you're <laughs> going like with it. But I think but. Butch
0: saving the uh, fucking Marcellus from an yeah. ass
3: rapings. But. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Yeah, and I I think I'll go back. I, like, Death Proof is something I've only seen once and I hated it when I oh. watched it. But knowing, going back, seeing, you know, Inglorious and Django and, and liking those more on further viewings, even Hateful Eight, I yeah. like, uh, I'm going to give Death Proof another shot here soon. Dude, I fucking I love like
0: Death Proof. I'm not going to, like, go on a huge rant. But, um, dude, the soundtrack... Uh, for death proof is so good. Yeah. Um. I love that, and just the, the deconstruction of the horror genre, like it's all there. You know, yeah. it gets a little
3: wordy. You know, but I, I do, I dig. We well, talked about like stuntman Mike is so fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> he's <is> so <laughs> fucked. Well, like it's like people want him to. People want Tarantino to do like a slash like Jason. Yeah, yeah. They want him to do a slasher. But he's, done. Like, he's done. Yeah, that. but he's like he's like look. I mean, like a, a slasher is so formulaic. Yeah. And and what I like to do is change. I like to change formula, yeah. you know what I mean? The thing is, if you change a slasher, even a little bit, it's not a slasher. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and so that's I, what's I think
0: Death Proof is a slasher, though. Instead of it, Michael it Myers is. with a knife, it's, it's about a, as close as you're it's get. It's a stuntman with a car. Yeah. You know? I, I fucking dig that. The sound of the cars, the look of the cars, mm. the fucking, the, the grindhouse aesthetic. Yeah. You know? I, I really dig Death Proof a lot. But, but it took me a, a long time to really appreciate Death Proof. Mm-hmm um yeah anyway so i can i could talk about death move all night um but uh so let's rattle off our top 10 guys um so we don't have to go into like major detail all right okay. the podcaster's already going you know kind of late tonight but it's a, it's, a, it's our uh, labor day marathon right so it's gonna go yeah. late um but uh rattle off for your top 10 man what's your top 10
1: uh my top my number one is reservoir dogs um after that is kill bill uh, are we, we counting that as one, or are um, we counting as Bill. two? Yeah, let's yeah. count it as one. Count, count as one, Bill. okay, Kill Bill, uh, just the, the whole bloody affair. Uh Then Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is, is moving up fast. Inglorious, Django, um, oh my god, I got two left, uh, 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 Hayflat, and then Death Proof. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go the, I'm gonna go bottom to top. Okay. Okay. So my bottom half
3: would be "Hateful Eight, "Inglorious Bastards," "Death Proof," Django. Okay. Okay. Right in the middle. Fat. So there's four on top, four on bottom, one in the middle. <laughs> Hollywood. Uh. Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. So I. It's I don't dislike it, but it's but the top four are fucking really good mm-hmm. is the thing. So number four, "Pulp Fiction." Three Reservoir Dogs, two Jackie Brown, and then one Kill Bill. You
0: think you'd go all four Pantheon then?
3: Yeah. 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 Those yeah, are the four that I would vote.
0: Yeah. Nice. Uh, do we have Cousin Wayne's in front of us? Do you want to read those off guys? Uh, let's see what we got here. Cousin Wayne had to leave.
1: Yeah. Uh, his number nine is Death Proof. His eight is Inglourious Bastards. Seven was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Six, Hateful Eight. Five, Django. Four, Reservoir Dogs. Three, Kill Bill. Two, full, two Pulp Fiction. And his top is Jackie Brown. Oh, wow. Okay. okay.
0: I'm gonna start with my worst. Um, going and I, I wrestled with this because I do like some things in hateful eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that's my that's my number fucking nine. But the Lincoln letter is so fucking awesome. I love that shit. Um, and th- there's there's great moments. And it's a fucking like kind of a loose remake, if you would, yeah. of the thing. Mm-hmm. So I can always find something to love about it. Thing one of my favorite movies. Um, but I, I went hateful eight um, nine, and then Django's eight. Um, but I rest, I really did wrestle with both those. Hollywood is seven, um, but I really do look for that to kind of move up my list. It should. Okay. I, I think I think it will. Um, Death Proof, Death Proof is one that has so it has grown on me, you know, um, especially being a lover of horror films. Yeah. You know. Um, then I'm going Inglorious Bastards, and that that's I think okay. Hollywood will be the new Inglorious. You know, okay. Inglorious was probably like my least favorite. And it's moved up the list. I really, really mm-hmm. am entertained by Inglorious now. Reservoir Dogs next, and then Jackie Brown. Pulp Fiction, and then Kill Bill Volume One and Two. my oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it's my favorite. Looks so. like we all had
1: the the <laughs> top four movies. We're all to, all I, our I top four so. just yeah, in yeah. different orders. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, Kyle. Is there anything that you want to add to this conversation? Tonight?
1: Dude, I I loved this one. Like it was great to like sit, go back and and watch some of these, like like Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained, which you know it's like these would probably be on the lower end of mm. me wanting to watch these again. But like found just. So much more respect for them, yeah. uh, watching through them this time. Um, even Reservoir Dogs, like, I watch that movie two or three times a year. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm always still excited to watch it yeah, every it fucking great. time. It's still so fucking good.
0: Nate?
3: Yeah, this was a lot of fun, man. It's it's really one of the first times I think I've ever sat down with a marathon and I've just seen every movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oftentimes it's like, wow, I didn't know about this, and, you know, but this is one of those ones that, like, i really... Grew up with certainly grew up with some of these films, and then uh, he's like my favorite director, and just I don't know. It was just really fun to just sit and just be in Tarantino mode for two weeks or whatever yeah. it was, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and we've been like in it for a couple. Yeah, weeks, well, and we've you know? been
3: talking about yeah, we talked about once. once we did two episodes basically on yeah. well one, and then another one on unmade films of Tarantino. And like we've been really just like <laughs> yeah. eating this shit. I almost did AB quickie like,
0: on Death Proof. Yeah, right? yeah, I almost did an AV quickie on the uh, fucking Calvin handshake. Okay, yeah, and, and it's like a couple of them. Like, so we could talk all fucking day about this shit. But uh, anyway, let's close this out, right? We've been mm. going for a while. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Kyle, uh, where can VideoLand find you?
1: You can find me on the group. Uh, especially when we do these marathons, I like to you know do a post about each individual movie so we can talk about them a little bit more. Not not a lot of chatter going on as as much as you would have thought for this one. But uh, so keep an eye out for those and, and talk about them. Uh, you can find me Movie Script Life on all of my social media platforms. Uh, you
3: can find me on Facebook, man, uh Donut <laughs> 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 What about you? Brad? That's awesome.
0: Oh man, I'm everywhere, right? Um fucking <laughs> Facebook all that shit. Uh, Kyle, where can they find us as a group?
1: Adventuresinvideoland.com, but the conversation begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to
0: criticism in its finest hour until next time, my good people. What do you got?
1: And
3: away we go.